The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, Exactware, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, welcome to it. The love for this program continues to grow, and we'll start the show right after we thank the people who pay for this party. Of course, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, Salt Lake Comic Con is back, and Dr. Volt's will be there. They'll see you in September. They offer a comprehensive hold service. It's free. And with that, you get a 10% discount off purchases over $20 and the previews catalog for free. It's totally worth it. Open seven days a week, 2043 East, 3300 South. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Of course, Cabin Fever. They've been providing customers with hand-picked greeting cards, gift wrap books, and gifts since they opened their doors in 1982 currently located at the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East. Cabin Fever been helping the meek, the geek, and the freak ever since day one. Also, our new sponsor, Patron XO Cafe, a coffee liqueur made with 100% de agave Patron Silver tequila and Roca Patron Silver, crafted exclusively from the 500-year-old artisanal Tahona process. Each bottle is hand-numbered and hand-finished. Taste how it's made. PatronTequila.com. Also, Chef Daniel Cantu, home delivery service geared to those who can't cook, won't cook, or are just too busy. Menu changes weekly. You can order as much or as little as you'd like with a $40 minimum. No commitment to order every week. Go to his website, cantuscatering.com. That's C-A-N-T-U-S catering.com for more information. Also, Salt Lake Comic Con. This year, are going to have hundreds of new and exciting guests, including comic book artists, authors, and celebrities that will offer photo ops and autographs. Go to saltlakecomiccon.com for guest details, and we will see you September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd at the Salt Palace Convention Center. Let's get the show going. Remember, when you see our sponsors, tell them. Geek Show says, hey. Yay! That is the cross-dressing. Oh, boy, you ain't from around here. Get it straight, people, because you're, you're embarrassing yourselves. Yeah, who cares? It's been released down under. By the hoary hosts of Hoggin. Oh, yeah. I hope this goes where I want it. Hobbit news, anyone? What if we put it on the brim of his hat? It does not hold up. You're not looking at them, you forget about them. Your drawing was hardly original, sir. I actually liked it, and I laughed. So let's get the uh, thing underway here. Geekshowpodcast.com Oh, welcome back to the basement. Hey. Yeah. Nice. Hooray. Must be a third show. Yeah, uh, this is, yeah. yeah. Walked yeah. right down, it's spilled. <laughs> now I got like a placemat. I'm so I'm so glad I stopped when I did. You need a bib. Or that would have been me. We should just put a, a pile of sham wows underneath his mic, I, I think. think. I think he's wearing a sham wow suit. My yeah. spill's always pretty small and manageable. I mean, you didn't break any glasses with your forehead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's that. So you got that going for you. Yeah. But, you but you always pick the most aromatic of beverages. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, yeah. Maple. Maple. Maple whiskey. That's true. That yeah. just that smell just barely. Went and then away. and you then yet yeah, you're right. And, and then I and then I smashed a glass with my forehead. Yeah. yeah. I'll drink it up with so, my lips. Well, Bummed I wasn't there for that one. I, was, but to be fair, I have eight head now. So eight. I'll tell you what though, that Roca Patron, it's good shit. Yeah. I still like, maybe put on my sunglasses. I like the coffee more. I think that you and I should take each bottle out back and just drink until one of us dies. I should go have a talk with it because it made made me spill. <laughs> <laughs> this is your fault. Bad bottle. Uh, producer, designated driver of the uh, program is uh, Quad T. Tony. Hey, it's good to be here. Got my Twitter. 
at Quad T Tony. I got another podcast you can listen to about gadgets and games, The Gadget Spot. It's got Owen, Jaron, and, and Excitable James. You can check it out on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean. 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 And the G spot on the Podbean. Buy my podcast. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. All right. <laughs> Just, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to end that. Only guy I, I know that on. walks around with a quart-sized bag. This is, this is gallon. Swedish gummies. This this is gallon, about a, a gallon? Yeah. And calls it brunch. It's about four pounds now, I bet. Hey, guys, I went to brunch at the candy store. We put a pretty good dent in those now, gummies. Those yellow ones are gross. No, they're not good. They're banana marshmallow. Right. Give me give me one now. You, you want a yellow one? Just yeah. You go try the banana. Do you like banana you just, I just went out, too. Why are you gonna, wait, Carrie, you can't. They remind you of. I, I told, you, of, I told uh, you it's not good. They Uh-oh. remind you of dongs in your face. Oh. I, know. I didn't know that they were bad when I bought that flavor. How's that? Are you looking for the piece of paper to spit it out in? <laughs> <laughs> Just swallow it, Carrie. Just swallow it. Come yeah. on. What, swallow. What, what is it doing to me? <laughs> well, it's tickling your throat. No, at first it's it's pleasing me. Uh huh. With a sugary coating. Yeah. Uh huh. And banana flavor because I enjoy artificial banana See, flavor. I, I it's hate it. The yeah, best of the artificial flavors. And then. Here. I start to chew it. I think I had one of those. No, that was. A, I love that our podcast. The other one was Tony like feeding Gary gummies, an apple thing. <laughs> this one's a frog. You know, there was a time when this show was classy it's and it frog had, flavored. It Eat had, it. It had cocktails at the end. Now it's like the gummy of the day on Geek Show. Woo! Now the frog. Yeah, one. so you know that the banana one just kind of turns into granular. Yeah, it kind of peters out. Oopsie. Nothing. Ah. No, no. What makes you think this one's going to be better? Because it's delicious. What flavor? I like this lit frog. Frog. It's, it's green. I think it's green apple. I, I like, don't know for I sure. I like green apple. <laughs> yeah. I actually think I prefer the banana. What's oh, wrong wow. with your taste buds? Well, he is over fifty. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's spitting the frog out too. I'm, I only say that because I'm close <laughs> enough now that some of my some of my tastes are changing. These ones are good. It's Quit a stuff it's in a, his face. a candy skull. No, no. Hey, hey, he's what are another you? one out? Oh, yeah. strike two, Tony. Oh, man, what are you, the host of the Gummy Spot? I like uh, the the Gummy Spots. Yeah. This should be a segment on your show. <laughs> and today's gummy. You can do that on your show, the gummy spot. Uh, hi, Shannon. You, hey, what are you eating? Um, I just had the the cherry lips. Yeah, those are good. Well, that's pretty good. Not as good <laughs> as my goddamn pub quiz. Not as good. That shit. Woo-hoo. Lucky thirteen. Every Wednesday, whether you like it or not, get there at eight. Or if you want a table, stay for the laughs and the camaraderie. Oh. <laughs> I spill there too. You do? Mm-hmm. Okay. Often. At least you're consistent. <laughs> I spill in my house. All right. Uh, Lee George Kate, everyone. Hi, everybody. I'm, I'm your crazy uncle. Lives in a mirror because I'm nah. a ghost. God damn you. There's fucking shit Still about the pushing ghost mirror. I'm trying, I'm trying to create a new mythology, and you guys aren't helping. Okay, Slenderman. Scandinavian right. mirror ghost. Scandinavian? It's Scandinavian now? Yeah, it's yeah. Scandinavian mirror ghost. Listen to what? I like yeah. the. Hi. You I like? I like Swedish meatballs. It's great. It's I, like, I yeah. like the pickled fish. Yeah. Mm, herring. Do you like my bookcase? Yeah. You know, it's it's funny because uh, I can you hear my shoes? I had click, a, click, click. They're made of wood. I had an in-law who <laughs> that's really. D- that's Danish. Uh, well, that that's also Scandinavian. They I don't Swedish. want to learn things. Yeah. Shut it's just up. More fun. No, because I I recently uh, recently had a relative that uh, loved all different types of herring, pickled fishes, and different types of sauces that you'd serve on them. Disgusting stuff. When you no. look in the, when you look in the mirror, did that person go blueberry? 
No, never, never, <laughs> never, 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 never. So uh, come see me at my restaurant. Yes. Fresh Eatery, 145 East, 1300 South, Suite 201. We're open Monday through Friday because Saturdays and Sundays are for lovers, yo. Preach! That's what yo. it's all about. Also, uh, you can uh, hang out with us, talk about fitness and making your life a better place. Whether you want to gain weight, lose weight, just maintain your weight or work on, weight. Some, work on some other goals that you have in life that might make you feel healthier about yourself and good about your goals, uh, Geek Show Fit on the Facebooks. I want to learn to type faster. Uh, that's not going to help us. You can go to Geek Show Type. That's that's our uh, that's our Stitcher that Jay runs. Those well, shirts I, just came out last week. It's yeah, great. that's a that's a good way to keep up with Jay. He's on Geek Show Fit quite a bit. And then uh, also, if you want to color and read fun stories about Bucktooth googly-eyed monsters. Uh, just check out Grimley's uh, Beastly Oddities on Amazon. See, I wish I would have bought that one. I bought two coloring books recently. You didn't buy my coloring book? No, well, I, it wasn't out. Uh, it's just barely out. I, I bought one called Calm the Fuck Down. Yeah. Mm. And I just color swear words. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, it's like mandalas with swear words in them. Yeah. Uh, my favorite one is the one I'm actually working on. I might hang it up at the sev. It says... Uh, I believe that the, uh, children are our future, and it scares the living shit out of me. That's what I'm working on right now. <laughs> and then I have one called uh, Unicorns or Assholes. Yeah, see. I never my, met one. So my coloring book doesn't have any of that stuff in it. It just has, uh, there's there's one, uh, it's a story about uh, a Yeti named Jacques, uh, and Jacques uh, is driving a Lamborghini down the beach, and he's really upset because he hates beaches. Um, but then as you read the story, you'll realize that it's not beaches that he hates. It's the movie Beaches. Ah, because you wait I... until the very end when she sings Wing Beneath My Wings to realize that Cece actually has wings. And that throws the whole plot device of the movie out. Because the... if she could fly, she wouldn't have needed to rent a car at the beginning. This is a character I can relate to. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he really hates beaches. And then there's a, a story, uh, some of the best dating tips from me. Uh, are in there, and then there's a, a, a section where you can write your own story about a dead guy on the bottom of the ocean. I'm so, very excited about yeah, this. Yeah, this is a coloring book for people it's who... It's more interactive. It's very interactive. And and write your own story, so is the, is the page just blank? No, it, it says on the top, <laughs> write, write a fun story about this dead guy these little squidlies found, and it has lines, so you can write your own story. And then there's just, you know... There's other stories about a Yeti who's, who's a tour guide for a temple, and... Uh, yeah. is, is there a maze in it? I, I'm going to do a maze in the second coloring book that okay. I'm already working on, which is Grimley's big book of Halloween monsters. Are there stickers? There are no stickers. Oh, okay. I can't afford them yet. There will be a sticker yeah. book. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to become uh, a coloring book magnate, I think. It. That's good. I want to become the overlord of coloring books. Sure. And there's only one way that's going to happen. Grimley's Beastly Oddities on Amazon, six ninety nine. dollars I'm totally going to buy one. You should. I'm going to. Thank you. Jesus Christ. I'll even sign it. Shannon's going to buy me one. I'll color a page for you. We should I'm have, not rolling uh, around in that goddamn mediocre show money. <laughs> <laughs> we should have a uh, geek show coloring book. Um, right. I was going to talk to you. <laughs> I was going to talk to you about that. I'm willing to illustrate it. I yeah. want it. I want it to be favorite scenes from Geek Show. Talk to talk to my uh, uh, like my hey director over there. Hey Bob Page, we'd have a uh, Carrie get in an airplane ride. We can have the we can have the page where I'm kicking my toenail off while Shannon pushes zombies away and yells no. <laughs> a montage of me spilling shit. A montage of us spilling shit. Um, yeah, me screaming in front of Steven Spielberg. Well, that's not Geek Show. That's just you. It was on Geek Show. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Right. yeah, it's a possibility. Uh, I think it happened. He is on Geek Show. He is Jimmy Martin. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I kind of love these sunglasses. Are me you guys too. Liking these? And they're styling. I think they're third show. Sure, like, wait till fourth show. I like. They become three D. Uh, I like that no. Jimmy has no idea. I've been staring at his nipples through the whole show. 
I've been staring at you. Put on some sunglasses, Chief. Some glasses. <laughs> Watch me on KSL. Uh, I think I'm still on the weekends, and I think Rio de Janeiro has killed oh. 17 Olympians at this point. Yeah. So, uh, so they still haven't caught up with Russia. Yeah, not yet. But wait till the closing ceremonies, because it's going to be a blast. Right. So if cheap, a terrorist so attack cheap, happens at the closing so ceremonies, cheap. I sincerely apologize about that comment. Well, <laughs> well they've been over for weeks now. So if, if, no, not. No, it goes for like three weeks. That long? Yeah. If Jesus, there, why? If there was a blast, it's probably because the sewers exploded. I still can't believe those. <laughs> I can't still. I, I can't believe those flaming Gila monsters crawled out of that volcano and killed all those uh, the, shot putters. It the was part, fucking The terrible. part that I didn't like is during the closing ceremony, that guy just wandered in the middle of the field saying that he saw Charmander. They shot him. <laughs> that game's not out in Brazil. It is. <laughs> Why did you sound like Arnold when you said that? I because don't know. He's wasted, you guys. Because yeah. when, they, when they do the 2016 Olympics movie, Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to play Mr. Olympics. <laughs> I think it's also because I don't have my glasses on. I can't see anything. La, la, la. Uh, Who's yeah. talking? Watch me on Big Moon Mouth Off. Listen to me on the Arrow and uh, Geek Show and Mediocre. Read me in Slug. See, right. I think we get wasted on the liquors. He on the vapors. candy junk. He's got like sugar. He, he eats all those it's like things. A yeah, corn that's, syrup. That's it's that's, like, that's it's where like a th- fucking baby on Halloween. That's yeah. where that's where the term Mormon drunk comes from. I love sugar. Oh wait wait wait. Just, this just in. What? One. Oh. Is there a host? We have a host. Uh oh. We have a host. Uh, a host. He's coming he's coming in now. Is he coming on, uh, in from Rio? Geek Show One. That's my helicopter noise. That was the worst helicopter noise. Oh, uh, you try making a helicopter. What are you motorboating somebody? Jesus. We all know the best way to make a helicopter sound is Because it's one of those big helos. Yeah. Don't do that. I felt I felt like that was like threatening to me. I think if, your nipple just popped off. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, like the gorilla in me that really pissed me. Off. I have yeah. I have such magnificent um, man teeth. You would have thought a Huey Super Fortress was flying. Have in. any of you guys actually seen a helicopter? <laughs> Not with these glasses yeah. on. Who's, who's talking? <laughs> Who, is it? Who is that? I'm uh, blind. We're all blind. We're wearing glasses. Are you guys still here? No, this that's not, that's something. I have a, a a fear of small aircraft. I will not get on them. I watched oh. a YouTube video. This should How? assuage your fears a little bit. How have you you done... can land a helicopter with it actually powered off completely and walk How away you... from it. That sounds like a great idea. How about you try it? I've watched it that? on YouTube. It's the same thing. You, How have you done first, Tony. Decades of radio without having to be the guy in the plane. Exactly. How? I will say, like, I don't like the tiny planes. Like, de- I even Delta. The, neither did I. When you and I left out of uh, Burbank. Yeah. Holy shit. It, I... the, uh, it was rocking. Yeah. And I, Shane and I were like, fuck. No, my when I was a little kid when my, he was a little kid. My my uncle Boyd nice. my uncle Boyd he worked for IBM and so he, he had Uncle the, what? Uncle Boyd. Boyd. Oh. So he had the dough. And he and a bunch of his friends went in on a small Piper Cub. Did he have the meat As you do. And and so he took us up in it. So it's my dad in the in the in the front with him and I'm in the back and and he kept doing the like up and tricks. down shit, you know? And, and, and sticking it, his dong in your face. Yeah, and it made Uncles. me sick. <laughs> and, <laughs> and ever since then, I'm like, it's got to be a smooth flight or I'm, well, you know. And, and the helicopter, I, I get offers all the time. Hey, you want to come to Hill Air Force Base? We'll ride the helicopter. Or well, we got our small plane. We're going to take you on a tour of the, of the dams and shit. Or when no. Jay's like, hey, can I take you up in my Falcon suit? Yes. Yeah. No, I w- small <laughs> aircraft. Well, dude, they, I'm s- yeah, I'm scared on a regular plane. 
<laughs> I don't like regular planes, but also over at uh, KSL, they're like, oh, if you ever want to go up in Chopper 5, like, you know, just uh, give, give us the word. Uh, and they, go, they go, but they did give me this forewarning. They're like, but if something happens, like a breaking news, like fires down in St. George, like, you're going with, you're going with them. Like, I was like, okay, no. Since, since, wow. we're talking, no. since we're talking about fears, All right. I'm afraid of elevators. What are elevators? Shut elevators that go down what? to hell? Yeah. Yeah. Should be. So, so if you want to be scared of a plane ride, look up the Tegucigalpa International Airport in Honduras. That's oh. where I flew into in Honduras. The runway is about the size of a... Of a elevator. I mean, yeah, seriously, you... it is tiny, and you're surrounded by mountains, and you have to come in at the mountain and turn at the last second and go down on yeah. this tiny runway. Yeah. It's terrifying. Wow. Yeah, but... You, you and were... you're in a 747. You, okay, let's <laughs> all, all... You were not scared. You were literally... Jesus was literally. That's true. You. I knew I'd That's make true. it. <laughs> what's, yeah. what's one stupid fear you, we all have? Let's do that. Uh, well, one, one last thing. Uh, our host, Mr. Kerry Jackson. Oh, hi. Oh, I thought we said that. Did X, I say it? X96, oh, Monday bad. through Friday. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, and then, then we'll get to the, to the merch and stuff. Uh, but yeah, small aircraft, uh, snakes. Are you afraid of snakes? Yeah. Why Every time. Snakes? Exactly. Uh. Every time I step on an elevator, I think it's going to crush me when I get onto it. Like right in the middle. Oh yeah, yeah. You know It'll mean? fall when you're oh, halfway like in. One step in and as you're yeah. walking in. Yeah, and this crushed me. So I always kind of do a little quick hop. <laughs> when, when I get was on that fucker quick. When I was little, I had an irrational fear of escalators okay. and of sharks. And my mom had this rubber shark she'd throw in the bathtub whenever I was taking a bath. Sounds like a great mom. She's she's entertaining. Um, <laughs> but my only real serious fear right now is white water, like. Rapids. Oh, oh, okay. Like, yeah. like if I'm driving along, uh, when we drove to McCall a couple weeks ago, uh, a good 40 miles of that road is twisty, winding road with whitewater rapids on one side of the road, and uh, I was seriously just drove with my eyes shut. The whole I time. actually, you, you mentioned that I've got one I just developed apparently that I uh, since Cat and I did Phoenix and oh, Denver yeah, Comic Con. Tell me about this. I uh, we were driving out in the middle of fucking nowhere, so there's like no mountains, no nothing, just oh. nothingness forever, and I all of a sudden go, Ugh, I. I can't look at this anymore. Like You've that, become like it, agoraphobic. Agoraphobic. Uh -huh. And so like, so when we drove back from Denver, I put the visor in front of my eyes so I could see about maybe 100 feet in front of me. Interesting. And that was it. And then, so it, it, the wide open spaces is Don't like it. You. Wow. Don't, and I, I've driven cross country like five times. This is not oh. you know, something I've had all my life. I, I was also terrified of the robot uprising until I started. <laughs> med I'm, I'm, I'm serious. This you was, were also zombies too, though. Well, zombies, robots, anything that takes your, your, your will your ability to to be your own person. Your yeah, own, yeah, yeah you're still married. Anything that it, <laughs> <laughs> that that just makes me stronger. So honestly, I, you too. Uh, I don't think I have one currently, but mine was for quite a while flying. Flying, yeah, just in general. Just in general. And then because he flew into Honduras. The, no, it was after that, actually. I was okay then. It was, Let's it was, do this, bitch! <laughs> but it's the thought of knowing that when you're up in the air, that's you're, that's it. I mean, something happens, that's game over. Not you always. Know? Pretty much. There's right. a movie called Sully I, coming out. <laughs> huh? I've always had a, like a, like honestly, like a pathological fear of heights. Heights? Heights scare the shit out of me. I, I'll never forget. Why, uh, have you ever been to the Ghost Bar? In Vegas, a lot of mirrors, uh, lots yes. of mirrors. Where, <laughs> what, now, what casinos? Have I in? can't remember what casino ends, but it's all the way at the top. So the ghost casino, and then you go out on the on the patio. Oh yeah, and the, and then the, oh, it's when got you get out the, to that uh, one point, it's got the the glass bottom patio. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've actually and I yeah, walked I've out on there. that, and I got the fucking spins, and I didn't want to move, yeah. and I just kind of stood there. And I had to be basically dragged off that. You seemed mm -hmm. fine on that patio at that party in San Diego. 
It wasn't looking straight down yeah, underneath. But, but it was, yeah, like looking down. I was like, no, I mean, we could we could have just jumped right off into Padre Stadium. What what I don't like now is I've got. I would have made it. I've got, <laughs> I've got a mid-range case of PTSD, so the weird shit freaks me out now. For just you, randomly. And that, remember the 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 Fourth uh, of no Twenty Fourth of July party, mm-hmm. where I had to run away because there was no. too many people around and there was too much noise. Yeah. Like I was like a dog. I'm kind of, like, <laughs> you know. I that's it's funny because I don't mind like if I'm flying, I don't mind looking out the window and like like yeah, if this thing craps out, we're all fucked. But yeah, uh, it's tangible heights. If that makes sense, like yeah. um, I would never. Ken, I went to Chicago and there's uh, I think it's so a like, John Hancock building has like a little thing where you can step out over the oh, edge yeah, in a glass yeah. box. Yeah. I was like, fuck oh, no, that. And yeah. that was the thing is I was like, oh, I'm gonna conquer my fear, and I was like, <laughs> but it's weird in the sense that like I mean, that's obviously a. Disgusting height, but then I'm like, okay, let's go on this plane and fly up thirty thousand feet. I mean, uh, like, and that doesn't bother me. I will tell you the strongest fear I have terrifies me. Demons. <sighs> Even worse. Worse than, than the demon fear? Getting your yeah. head squished in of ice. Uh, it's uh, ever living with a mean little redhead ever again. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's it's horrifying. Oh. Well, Sorry, Tony, you can't move in. I'm well, not little. You, no, he's big. I can <laughs> live with a Sasquatch. I'm big enough. I can't. I can't live no. with a big little leprechaun. You can. You can help this by buying our merch. <laughs> yes, I need my pills. <laughs> your, your, Shannon, your tiny redhead pills. The, I need my pills. The money. <laughs> Anybody else afraid of Nosferatu's? The the pro no. the pro well, the proceeds to the merch. Go to the panelists because they don't get paid to do this, and the panelists usually spend the money on pills. And, so, and our paper towel budget is just out of it's control. It's outrageous. You know, I didn't, I didn't need any pills until I had a, a flare-up of the gout a couple weeks ago. Boy, I need the pills then. That is so uh, – we've all had gout. Geekshowpodcast.com. Click on the merch button. Uh, the, the classic T-shirt is there for 25 bucks. The flask is there for 18 Shot glasses for 9 uh, The summer hoodie for 30 uh, it's a unisex, by the way. Uh, the sunglasses, Sexy. which are also unisex, uh, $13. And they are saving my life right and, now. And uh, the hats. The hats are available now. There's the Shannon Trucker Edition and the J Flat Brim Snap. Snapback. Snapback. And it's got the green underneath. The I'm, green I'm under advertising the, the other one. Uh, so uh, the price of the merchandise includes tax and shipping. So and it go. conceals Ooh. it conceals just, my bald spot really nicely. I, I feel younger. Oh, um, I'll pass one of those over here. I'll just tell you, though, the Shannon Edition. Mm-hmm. If you're a sweaty fella, you want to go with this one. It's got that mesh top. Uh-uh. Yeah. Very breathable. It's breathable. Yes. <laughs> I was uh, I was propositioned by the ghost in Carrie's mirror when I went to the restroom. I wearing don't this have one. Yeah. I, wait. Lee, that was me. Oh, yeah. He was just standing I, behind I really, you. He was just, he just standing in front of you. I am, Tony I am, just wasn't done yet. I, am, I, am, <laughs> I told you to get out, actually. I, well, that's what the like, ghost why said. Why are you peeing on my butt? <laughs> that's how I thought I you were like, ghost. say, get out. The ghost is like, get out. So I'm done drinking. But most most ghosts aren't taking a shit when they say it. Neither was he. <laughs> Why are you peeing on my lap, Lee? He's like, that is a fucking rude ghost. <laughs> that ghost doesn't that ghost doesn't appreciate my culture at all. Ah, <laughs> what are you doing? Merman? <laughs> no, he's you were peeing on his face. Get off! Oh, come on, that was easy. Uh, peeing on his lips. I thought it was Merman. God, he's like a that master a, of voices. I thought, I thought he was a, a master of the universe. I thought he was a master of charades, but I guess he can't really make noise in charades. Well, well, seriously, if if Merman you know, was the ghost uh, in Carrie's mirror, I'd never leave. I'd just <laughs> talk to him. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, 
Merman, Merman, tell me about that time Skeletor tried to break into Castle Grayskull with a hot air balloon. Skeletor is an asshole. I know. That's a lot of piss. Thanks, Merman Ghost. That's really good. The ghost of Merman. That's a hidden talent. I didn't know that. I, I can do is, is Merman. Uh, I can do two voices from He Man, and it's Merman and, and, S- and Skeletor. Oh, Skeletor's oh, Skeletor is that hard? Yeah, He Man. Oh, He Man. He Man. boob. No. no. God damn it, He Man. No. You son of a bitch. I'm gonna go haunt a mirror. So, is this the first half of this episode? Yeah. Is this what we're doing? Yeah. Actually, I think I can do the voice of Prince Adam. Uh, no, and that we means are... I can also do the voice of He-Man. Hey, hey, He-Man. Wait, he's the same guy? That's not the same you know, guy. It's Prince weird. Adam, we all know you're He-Man. <laughs> you, you sound... got the same head. You sound like uh, Prince Adam and Bruce Wayne from the Batman animated series. All I know is, is that the people of Eternia, there must be idiots if they haven't yeah. figured it out. I mean, well, you know. well, it's, it's like he took off his fucking his secret identity? shirt. Yeah. Was Prince Adam? It's in the yeah. theme. I'm Adam, Prince, Prince of Eternia. Of Eternia. And, and keeper of the keeper secrets, of the secrets of yeah. Castle Grayskull. This and is Cringer, my my, my faithful friend, fearless friend, fearless who friend. is also the same color as Battle, yeah. as Battle Cat. Cat. Yeah. So everybody's a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, dummies on a turn. Well, I mean, you can say the same thing for Superman with the glasses, but oh I mean, no, but at least no, that's his eyes. Uh, <laughs> that's space hypnotism. <laughs> Kryptonian hypnotoniumism. Yeah. Fucking Prince Adam. All he. The difference between him and He Man well, is a shirt. Is he wears a furry underpants? Well, which he has and on. He takes off his pink shirt. Here's the other thing too. Adam, is, yeah, Adam wears a pink shirt, which is very deceptive. Did nobody <laughs> notice that they carry the same oh! sword? Okay, here's the other because thing. Because his name is He Man, uh-huh. and that's a very feminine color to walk around in. But what? If what? his name was She Man, what never made sense to me <laughs> is that. He-Man. Oh, here's why Skeletor is the worst villain ever. Because any time Prince Adam gets in trouble or Eternia's in trouble, Prince Adam pulls out the power sword, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he holds it over his head. And for 35 seconds, true. he's Thanks. got lightning bolts hitting him. Why doesn't anybody attack him is, then? Is he, is he susceptible then? He's just standing you know, there. I well, think no, because no, he's I'm doing it all by sure. himself because uh, he doesn't want... He Hang doesn't want idiots to And then know. he bends the sword down and, and he fries his cat and turns it into a battle cat. I'm pretty sure that when he pulls the sword out and starts to say, by the power Arrow of Grayskull. My favorite part is when he pulls the sword out. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that it stops time, opens up a pocket universe next to Castle Grayskull. He goes through his transformation. Then the pocket universe closes. Oh, wait, wait, wait. He's he back where do he it next to wait. Castle Grayskull. It's always in front of Castle no, Grayskull. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. The, no, the lightning The animation is always in front of Castle Grayskull. So wait, if there's a problem again, another castle, he has to go all the way back to the castle? No, 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 no. It transports him to Castle Grayskull and he transports back. He's standing on the bridge in front of Castle Grayskull. Exactly. And then shipwreck from G.I. Joe comes up and takes his pink shirt. Oh, see, no. that part's yeah. gone. Well, that's, that's, that's... <laughs> no! <laughs> this cartoon sounds fucking stupid. It really is. Hey, I love that. I grew so, up on yeah, that so cartoon. Sometimes he has to hide in the bathroom at the castle. Yeah. yeah. I'm Castle Grayskull. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> Flush. By the power of Grayskull. Does he tap his like furry boots to the next stall over? <laughs> it's only when he's Major hiding. All right. I've got by, a wide stance. By, by a show of hands. Have any of you, when you orgasm, shouted by the power of Grayskull? Oh. Anyone? Every time. Every time? Every single right. time. Every time. I think i got to try that out. <laughs> Whether I'm alone or with somebody. <laughs> Either way, it doesn't matter. Yeah. What's, the, what's the best thing you can shout out? Ooh, I'll tell thing. you what. The one Whoop, time, though. There it is. I, I'm pretty sure we've had this conversation did, six yeah. times. I did shout out at the power of Grayskull uh-huh. when I had orgasm. 
and uh, shot it on a cat. Nothing happened. Nothing except happened? The, yeah, except the cat looked demoralized. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> and then a saddle this grew out of its back. Awful. It's really strange. Excelsior! <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. I learned the hard I'll way. I'll tell you what, I didn't ride that cat after. I learned the hard way not to yell, oh, it's a stroke, this is it. It's just, it ruins <laughs> it's not, everything. It's not romantic it at ruins all. the spirit. I d- oh, I did that once. So, remember I got, remember that time I almost died? <laughs> Which time? Yeah. Which one? Like the this real week, time. Really the real one. Okay, okay. Yeah. just narrow it down. What uh, state were you in? This Zip state. Code. Mental state? No, what I, <laughs> yes. I remember. I got yeah, I remember, super yeah. sick. Yeah. And, uh, didn't have sex for a while because, <laughs> you know. It'd it kill was, him. It would kill me. And the first time I did after, God, no wonder I'm divorced. Um, like <laughs> right after, I was like, ah, ah, oh my, oh, no way. Yeah. You, you did you a Fred did. Sanford. Yeah, I was like, oh, ah, I'm just like, oh, I was like, this is it, this is it. Yeah, <laughs> that was rude. Yeah, it was kind of rude. And I have but we had a laugh. We I had a laugh. I haven't forgiven you Once. since. <laughs> yeah. A laugh. Lee was so punched. scared. I was. I <laughs> went in the corner. I seriously, I went in the bathroom and asked the mirror ghost what was going on. <laughs> Look, Lee, right. dude, just pretending he got a sick mind. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I love that ghost. Broken, broken news is next. After <laughs> these messages, we'll be right back. I'm coming. Cabin Fever has been providing customers with hand-picked greeting cards, gift wrap, books, and gifts since it opened its doors in 1982. Currently located at the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East, Cabin Fever has been helping the meek, the geek, and the freak since day one. New arrivals this month include those uh, retro action figures that I collect, the reaction three-pack of Ripley, the Alien Queen, and the Power Loader from Aliens. Also new, miniature versions of the classic arcade games of Pac-Man and Space Invaders. I've seen these as well. They're very cool. In addition to the new arrivals, Cabin Fever also has a new adult coloring book section. These coloring books are much more detailed and design-oriented than the children's coloring books, you know, and they help your creativity flow. Cabin Fever's collection includes Lord of the Rings, Doctor Who, Harry Potter, and more. If coloring isn't your thing, check out their jigsaw puzzles. How about a Kill Bill jigsaw puzzle? They also have Star Trek. Playing cards. They got Dawn of the Dead and Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. A huge selection of lunch boxes and, of course, rubber duckies. It's Cabin Fever. In Trolley Square. So much more than a card store. Smells great. Tastes even better. Full-service catering and home delivery service from Geek Show friend of the program, Chef Daniel Cantu. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook, won't cook, or are too busy. Or maybe you've decided to make a change in your diet and don't know where to start. This is From Scratch Cooking. Daniel's menus change weekly. You can order as much or as little as you'd like. There's a $40 minimum. No commitment to order every week. Chef Daniel, yes, I knew you were going to ask, can accommodate all food preferences and allergies. Vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, dairy-free. Chef Daniel sources a lot of his ingredients locally when possible because we've got farmers markets, ranchers, dairies, and bakeries all over. He can also do catering like he's done for us. Catering is available for all sorts of special events, weddings, business lunches, parties, anniversaries, third shows, what have you. Go to his website, cantuscatering.com. That's C-A-N-T-U-S catering.com for more information. You can submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel directly, 801-359-6035. He's done a great job for us in the past, and you will get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. They didn't invent tequila. They just perfected it. 
Choosing Roca Patron is a simply perfect choice and one which shows you care about what you drink. The Patron Spirits Company brings you the bold flavor of tequila made from the two-ton Tahona wheel, handmade in small batches in the highlands of Jalisco from the finest quality Weber Blue Agave, made just for you from a recipe, process, and commitment to craftsmanship that has never changed. Discover Roca Patron and enjoy its smooth, complex taste on the rocks, neat, or in your favorite cocktails. To find out more about Roca Patron, go to PatronTequila.com. Hey everybody, this is Jimmy Martin for the Geek Show Podcast, and my wife, Kat Martin, has a special offer just for you. Are you tired of dusting your Legos? Yep. Polishing your Funko Pops? Oh yeah. And just cleaning your house in general? Yep. Well, give Kat's Cleaning a call at 801-403-7342 today. With 17 years' experience, Kat, that's me, has carefully selected my employees and trained them in all of my ridiculously OCD ways. Check out Cat's Cleaning SLC on Yelp and Facebook, Cat is with a K, to read our five-star reviews and visit catscleaningslc.com for more info. We've even been featured on local news and actually cleaned for local celebrities, including the one and only Carrie Jackson. Oh, thank you. Mention Geek Show for a 10% discount. That's 801-403-7342. Or go to catscleaningslc.com. Cat with a K. Oh, yes. Broken news. Welcome to it. Star Trek. This is. <laughs> we'll get to the rest of the episode entitled "The Gorilla in Me." What? I don't. Oh, Jesus. Re- I don't remember. Oh, this was after Patron. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, no, this yeah. was after Coffee Patron. The coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I love the coffee. No, Patron. no, that was last week. Yeah. This this week's Patron is right here in front of us. Oh. Jesus. oh. Oh, right. Yes. My goodness. Technically. We're just swimming in Patron. So we'll, we'll get to that. Or should we do it now because you've got to go somewhere? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> i got to go be somewhere. Uh, this is uh, Patron, Roca Patron uh, Reposado. Reposado. Ooh, which means rested. They're just making oh, that's it up what you, now. That's what you, it helps you do. It helps you be it rested. It helps you rest. Yeah. It is. It's like sleepy time juice for me. <laughs> it's sleepy time <laughs> tequila. Jimmy, what would you think about Kubo? <laughs> I'm rested. Now, you remember we had the Roca Patron Silver. Yes. In first in uh, two weeks ago. Some of us had My more liver than remembers it. Some <laughs> had more than others. Some did have more than others. <laughs> um, they, some had a shot. Some this, had most of a bottle. This is that same product, but it has been uh, sent to an aging room, and they use American bourbon barrels. What? And it's rested for five months. Whoa. So that's oh that, my, that's got to be good because imagine what would happen to yes. you if you got to rest for five months. If I got to rest for five months. Oh man, <laughs> it would be you'd be unstoppable. I would be I'm, after a month. I'm ready to be drank. Could you, could you imagine what Jimmy would be doing after resting for five months? <laughs> Climbing the walls. So that's what that's what <laughs> I'm never coming down. <laughs> so that's what this is. It's just been rested for five months. Is this, that, is that this really a, good stuff? A rested tequila or is it a liqueur? It is a tequila. Oh, okay. Next week we're going to have a liqueur that I think you're going to love. Okay. Well, you know me and liqueurs. Yes. Um, you're going to love it. It's like... It's it's uh it's Patron's... Uh, I can't recall the name of it right away, but it's it's chocolate and chili pepper. Oh, oh Jesus. Yeah. And that, that I think will... I think I may have to do... Uh, Half milk, half that. Yeah. I, I think that. I, I think I'll have yeah. to experiment with a couple things because I'm imagining that uh, if I were to take like half a thing, half a highball glass of uh, say an almond milk or a, mm-hmm. or, or a uh, maybe a coconut milk, and then a shot of the chili pepper chocolate, and then a shot of the cho- of the coffee, 
liqueur. Tell you what, I'll let you take it home and you can experiment with it. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye Sunday. Here we go. Uh, here we go. Now remember, this is to be sipped and not shot. This is this is what this stuff's all about. This is the good stuff. Oh, it actually Jesus. has a little whiskey to it. It does. Yeah. Wow. Oh uh, man, that's good. That is smooth. Oh, that is worth every penny. Oh, uh, wow. It's 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 so hard now because Patron's really messed with my ability to talk about booze because I was always no no tequila for me that's that's, the that's, thing. that's my yeah. danger booze and this is just uh you know the the burn is there but it's not a bad burn it's, it's not a, it's a I love you and puppy dogs are great now hopefully we can keep Patron on because I want to try the añejo you know what they, this they makes, aged that for fourteen you know what, what this makes me feel like yeah this makes me feel like Flea looked when he was letting Coco the gorilla play his bass. <laughs> <laughs> Like there's there's just nothing better in the world. <laughs> mm. Oh, I wish I didn't have to go somewhere. I'd and, stay and never leave. And speaking of Patron, mm. they will be uh, represented at our show. What? Our Comic-Con show at 50 West. Ooh. Nice. So uh, here's here's the thing. And it'll be on our bellies at Comic-Con. It will be, yes. Um, <laughs> 50 West Cafe on uh, on Broadway in Salt Lake, which is 300 on South. On Broadway. It's, it's, it's a block away from the convention center. So you can stumble there. So you can stumble there and then stumble back to the Monaco. We'll get to that. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it's free. The doors will open at 6.30. The show will start at around 7.30-ish. Cool. Uh, we'll play Family Feud with the panelists. Yes. First thing we're going to do with geek-related questions that Excitable James has outsourced. And then the second show is a return of the Geek Show role-playing game ri- written by Lee George K. I wrote the scenario uh, two days ago, <laughs> and you guys are going to lose your minds. And we're playing as us. We're you not are playing, playing as, as you at Salt Lake Comic Con. At, at Salt Lake Comic Con. It's going to start in the green room. Awesome. Okay, I know. I know. I, I know. There's one, one joke in might be in there. I know the first, the first obstacle. So that's that's it. Uh, you can't climb over that sweater vested barricade, Jimmy. <laughs> so that's it. Uh, 50, 50 West Club Cafe. It's free, uh, but while you're there, buy something, and it's twenty one and older. That's the other thing I have to tell you because yep. they they serve the booze there, the boozy time. And I've been assured that there will be enough staff. Well, because that was an issue one time before. To be so. fair to any establishment, yeah. do they really know the thunder we bring? I mean, seriously. They do now. Yeah. They keep saying, this is one of the things we do that people come to. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yes, they're very yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to do, do the Monaco? Yeah, and that's the thing is that you should you should join us there and then stumble back to the Monaco with yeah, us when we're done. Because the, Mon- the Monaco's so close, block, yeah. I was actually able to find my room after the last 50 West recordings, <laughs> which if you were there, you would understand how difficult that was. Mm-hmm. I've been told not to carry people oh. at this year's <laughs> recording. Well, except for me. So I'll carry you. You have my permission. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're partnered with the Monaco again. It's an amazing hotel. It is. Uh, I believe the deal again is $99 a night. It is. The, is that it? Is? I had that confirmed. Okay, cool. Uh, but here's the thing, though. It's great about it is okay. that because there's always been trouble with it. Like, you know, the phone call they call, it was like a center in Canada. Because they have a center outside of the... Well, yeah. Then they said... Kim, you know, Kimpton owns hotels all over the country. Oh, yeah. 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 And then, then like, last time we did, they were like, say, in-house reservations. None of that anymore. Okay. This is a direct line. Direct number to someone what knows. To the to the lady that I'm dealing with. All right. Uh, and so the, the one complaint I keep getting, they're like, I got the voicemail. Well, then call back another well, time. She's, you know. She doesn't work 12 hours, 17 <laughs> it's hours. Not a, it's not a 24-hour call center. Yeah. It's, no, she this works is, 9 to 5. This is her desk. Yeah, this yeah. is her desk. But she knows what's going on, <laughs> yeah. so everybody who has got it has not had a problem. Oh, right? so terrific. Terrific. The, the number you want to call is 801-990-9729. And that's it. 
and just say, I just need the Geek Show deal, the Comic-Con deal. And it's so cool. And if you get voicemail, call back during regular hours. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think she's going to call you back. No, <laughs> probably not. You, you call her back. Uh, yeah, so be, uh, be, be on that and join us. Uh, yeah. It's through the block, like I said. After, yeah. after 50 West, it's right through the block. And it's not just that, that night. It's all Comic-Con. Yeah. You know, Friday, Saturday. Or no, Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. Yeah, I keep thinking it goes to Sunday, and I'm like, no. Oh. <laughs> I, I do have an update on the Mirror Ghost. Oh, uh, I've learned a couple things about the Mirror Ghost in the last week. All right, uh, Mirror Ghost they they cannot fornicate. <laughs> the Mirror Ghost told me this. Um, <laughs> is this going to be in the game? It could be. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then the other thing is, uh, the the Mirror Ghost told me that this week, if you if you ask the Mirror Ghost questions, he's only going to answer about his favorite things from Next Generation. Okay. I, I was confused at first, but it turns out he's right. Third gen- third season is when it got good. All right. Woo! This was, uh, is this the Mirror Ghost in the Monaco? Is it? Probably. Okay. Probably. There's, there is um, one on the second floor lobby as you get off the elevator. Okay, so we got uh, we got our live show. We got our Monaco stuff. We are on various, many panels Tons all throughout panels. Salt Lake Comic Con. Yep. Uh, you can go on their website. Their app is actually easier to use to search for us because you can search for us by name. Yeah, it's good. The and guest. If, if, there's one, yeah. if there's one you don't want to miss because you think to yourself, whoa, Jimmy's on this panel at the same time that Lee's on this panel, which is at the same time that Carrie's on this panel, <laughs> there's one panel where we're all all be together. We're all together Friday. for and a recording the, uh, of Geek Show on Friday. Things we learned from watching Blossom Panel. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Uh, and I can't bring I think up it's the Friday at Friday at 4. Friday at 3, I yeah. believe. Something like that, yeah. So uh, check your uh, Salt Lake Comic Con app. There will be squaresies. Yes, it's 18 and older. That's yeah. another thing you need to know. Because half my panels are 18 and older. Because, well, it's this fucking show. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like to say fuck. Yeah. Well, thanks for the recommendation on the uh, David Cross special. Oh, yeah. On, on the Netflix. Hilarious. I believe right? that was you. No, I don't think it was me. It was Thank me. you, Carrie. It was me. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I don't know what wow. you're talking about. I mean, I haven't heard so much dead silence at stand-up in my life. What? No. Because it's so funny, but it's so shocking. Yeah. He, you know, I mean, he when the cameras start following people leaving, he's, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. oh, he says some offensive stuff. Yeah, oh, wow. It's, it's so, yeah, I, I mean, not offensive to me, of course. I, sure. I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> stuff about guns. Yeah. And children. Uh, the, the Geek Show podcast uh, is 151G. Is that a good room? Is that a good room? Yeah, it okay. is. The one fifty ones are there. That's Flavor Country. Okay, that's that's not that's not the Baltic Avenue. That's, oh Comic-Con. no, that's that's a good one. That's a good yeah, room. That's like the last strip of houses before you get to Park Place. Should I get to? <laughs> should I get Excitable James to fly his drone with a camera in that room? Probably not. No, All right, probably hit somebody. Uh, it depends uh, so. on whether or not he gets distracted. So that's at, uh, <laughs> that's at three o'clock. Uh, on Friday. All oh, right. This, and then this, Saturday uh, night. You like this? This Patron's good. This is the Reposado, the, the Roca Patron Reposado. Nice. I'm going to write some lewd poetry. Yes. My tummy says thanks. All right. Uh, let's get to some broken news, and then Jimmy's going to review some movies. And stay till the end, yeah. because Jimmy is interviewing the director. Travis Knight. Travis Knight of, of Kubo and the Two Strings. <laughs> Kubo right? and the Two Strings. And I, it, uh, it, the interview took place in Portland uh, at Leica Studios. And yeah. you're going to review it. Uh, here or in a moment, too, yeah. And if uh, there was any time that I could have found like the Zoltan wish making thing <laughs> yeah. and switch places you with you, that would have been. Shit. I thought about you the whole time. The stuff you do is really cool. Mm. And meeting Spielberg, I know I was on your bucket list. Yep. Was, but, but this is the kind of this shit. is the one time I was just like, "Fuck you!" If yeah. I could see through Jimmy's eyes. This is the shit that that Lee absolutely. Yeah, no, it's I, all you know, it's his wheelhouse. I could do if I had another twelve hours. Yes, <laughs> and being paid to do it. Oh man, I know. Uh, just let's <laughs> just run through that paid thing. In. Let's just run through the news real quickly. Then uh, I don't know if you saw this or not, but uh, Tom Holland went to a, a children's hospital in his Spider-Man costume. Oh, 
in Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, once again, look for the pictures online. It'll, it'll, it'll make you go, oh. So he's taking a page out of the Chris Evans playbook. Chris Evans, Chris Pratt, Chris Robert Downey. Yeah. yeah. All those guys. Yeah. They all do it. And uh, so, yeah, that was very nice. It's Eagleston's Children's Hospital. Henrietta nice. Eagleston's Children's Hospital. I don't know that one. Right. It's probably in England. No, it's, it's, in, it's, it's in Atlanta. It's in Atlanta. It's probably in Atlanta. Uh, <laughs> where, where they're filming. God, Mary Ghost, help me out. Here, well, here's actually some, uh, some sad news in a way. Uh, Robert Kirkman announced that uh, Invincible is ending. Oh. Yeah. Uh, led to my my favorite inter- uh, exchange with Ryan Otley. Oh yeah, yeah. Because oh. he he came back. For, he's coming back for it. Yeah, or he, came back. He said my fans are being too nice to me. Somebody be mean. So I told him to suck a little bit more because <laughs> he's too good at what he does. <laughs> uh, yeah, it will end uh, with issue one forty four, which is you know next year. But it's it ending, such so. a good comic. It's a good comic. I, I just started reading the first trade again, and the the whole opening where the kid gets his powers is uh, boy. The first twelve issues of that are so good. Mm-hmm. It's such good comics. Well, when his dad shows up late for dinner, he's like, "I'm sorry, there was an animated pyramid in Egypt I had to fight." <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, uh, Marvel Civil War Two, which has been very good, has it? It has been very good. Okay. I think. Mm-hmm. I think. Good. Uh, I I don't. I wish Shannon was here so he could bitch about it a little bit but uh you know because they uh spoilers they uh they killed the hulk and did they kill the hulk that shannon liked or did they kill the hulk no, that i like they killed bruce banner oh they killed wow banner? yeah yeah it was very dramatic the way it went down well, that's one way you, that's one way you deal with movie distribution right so they used a butter knife <laughs> well no he he went to hawkeye and he said look i haven't changed in a very long time but if if you ever think i'm going to here's a special arrowhead oh we talked about yeah, this. yeah, yeah i yeah. want you to write in the eye that's yeah. where I'm vulnerable. So mm-hmm. if you if you you know, oh, and he was, we don't know if he was about to or not. But yeah. suddenly, out of nowhere, and he's put on trial, and Matt Murdock is the prosecutor. Ha! It's been such a fun little read. When did Murdock become a prosecutor? It, it's it, 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 there because he's always been defense. Exactly. Weird. Ooh. I know, right? It's fun. Okay, <laughs> but uh, it it is being delayed. It is. Oh. Uh, was scheduled for August 17th. It will now be released September 14th with the sixth issue, originally dated for September 21st, now scheduled for October 5th. Because they got uh, to up the, up, the, up the game. Yeah, and they've mm-hmm. also added an extra issue So because they had more story to tell. Uh, more comic book news. Look Woo! at us go with the comic book. I like comics. Uh, this is uh, Sp- uh, Spider-Man Deadpool is a title that is, is quite amusing and entertaining. Okay. It's a team-up book, and mm. it's, it's uh, been going on. And issue number 11 will be written by Penn Jillette. Really? Wow. Yeah. He's, he said, I had to mull it over for like two or three seconds. I mean, what book could be more exciting? Of all the characters in comic books, it doesn't get better than Deadpool and Spider-Man. All right. Dream come true for a lot of things. Spider-Man and Deadpool are a team, but in this comic, the team is Spider-Man slash Teller and Penn and Deadpool nah. teaming up. <laughs> Imagine what a magician could do with someone who heals quickly. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, I was, so. We were just talking about Penn and Teller last night because Cat uh, got into a show called uh, Andy Ruins Everything. Uh, oh, yes. Adam Ruins Everything. Adam, I watch it. it, yeah. Yeah, she started getting into it. I go, oh, this, I mean, it's a good show. I go, it's just bullshit uh, yeah, that Penn and Teller is, did. It is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it, it very much is bullshit. It's essentially <laughs> the same show, but yeah. he's, he's very entertaining. Oh, it's yeah. a great show. Know, he uses yeah. puppets and all that. But I was, like, I was sitting there watching, I go, oh, yeah, this is just like Penn and Teller's bullshit. Yeah. A little less acerbic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, uh, another comic book, uh, Marvel's uh, Runaways, uh, has scored a pilot yes. with Hulu. 
Yeah, just a pilot, not a whole series. I'm surprised by that. This is why they got rid of their subscription or their free service because they want money to make shows. Sure, Mm -hmm. well, it's not a bad. Ask Netflix; it's not a bad model. I'm just surprised that Netflix let Marvel do that. Uh, well, Netflix. Uh, is, they might know, have passed. Pro- the, the programming guy at the Television Critics Association said, "We're doing two Marvel shows a year, and that's it." Because they were uh-huh. talking about what about Agent Carter, what about yeah. this, what about that, and he says, "We're doing two a year, that's it." Yeah. Well, Agent Carter, so, they they explained that it's international distribution rights that fucks that up. Yeah, because they those those are are negotiated country by country. Yeah. So if Netflix all of a sudden had new Agent mm-hmm. Carter. That would fuck up distribution rights all yeah. over the world. That's why you gotta have new characters. Yep. Gotcha. Come on, Moon Knight. So it's all possible right. that they they just <clears throat> that maybe they got it pitched to them and they said, yeah, we're gonna pass on it. And so it went on to on to Hulu. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Um, this is some interesting stuff because we like Grant Morrison, right? Mm, I enjoy the wizards in his beard. <laughs> no, that's not no, that's, Grant Morrison. That's not, Same guy. No, Grant Morrison. <laughs> I think is bald, isn't he? He's Grant Morrison. He's Grant Morrison. Yeah. Um, he's going to be uh, working on writing uh, for sci-fi. Uh, Grant Morrison's going to work with uh, director Brian Taylor, who did Gamer, will bring Brave New World. Oh, really? One of your favorites. Aldous so, Huxley. Yes. Yeah. Uh, to the network's uh, TV show. That's some. If you want to get into some fucked up utopia building, mm-hmm. that's, uh, that's Brave New World. <laughs> Sleep I mean, learning. The, yeah. All, yeah. A lot yeah. of stuff that we have now. Yeah. So, uh, but he's he's going to help writing on that, and he also uh, scored. He says, "Hey, well, I'm doing that. Why don't you also do my other my comic book, my graphic novel, Happy?" Oh, really? You familiar with that one? A little bit. Uh, it is the grimy crime scene black comedy centers on a corrupt ex cop named Nick Sachs, uh-huh. who now works as a hitman. But after a job goes wrong, Sachs finds himself with a bullet in his side and the cops, the mob, and a killer in a Santa suit all in pursuit. <laughs> nice. The only hope. Maybe happy. Uh, now, so far I've described the show. You got it in your head? Yeah. yeah. A tiny blue winged horse <laughs> that emerges from Sax's imagination with a relentlessly positive attitude. All right. It's on my poll list now. It's on your poll list now. Hey, uh, I, I watched the pilot to The Tick. Oh, I haven't gotten a chance to yet. Uh, yeah. I watched it on scenes. again. It's on Amazon. It's on Amazon. Amazon, okay. And Amazon, like when they did Man, uh, Man in the High Castle, uh, which is one of my favorite Philip K. Dick stories, I said, okay, this is phenomenal. This is fantastic alternate universe science fiction, mm-hmm. right? The Tick, um, the problem people are having with it is not the problem that I have with it. The problem that people are having is that it's not Patrick Warburton. Which we all right. kind of picture. We, we love Patrick Warburton, but let's be honest, he only did, what, maybe 10 episodes of the original show? Or 10 or 11. Yeah. yeah. So if you're, you know, your, your tick is probably the animated tick from Fox, which was several seasons, right? Yes. So yeah. we can't say, oh, Patrick Warburton is the tick. He might be the definitive tick, but he's not the tick. The tick has been voiced by a couple different people. Mm-hmm. The new guy has a great tick voice. Peter Serafinowicz, very funny yeah. British actor. He's also a big fucking nerd. So yeah, he, and, he his, knows and his shit. line delivery is fantastic. I yeah. mean, the fickle finger of fate has found you, friend. Yeah. Uh, stuff like that. It's fantastic. Or uh, there's another line where he says, oh, that feeling you have is the moist hand of fate tickling your spine so, and, and so, the, so he's, not, he's not even channeling the cartoon then no is he? not at all he's he's his own dude and his facial expressions are good uh i think the guy playing arthur they're kind of doing this whole conspiracy theory thing with arthur and that's fun uh some of the stuff that they did was fun the suit bugs the shit out of me i'm in that camp with the tick what's, suit what's wrong it's with just suit? a little different it's it's, uh, it's it's it looks more like body armor i mean you can see the no. you can see the suit right there yeah. there's the tick down there yeah. i've got an action figure of it yeah and um, 
Yeah, it it does look like body armor. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it doesn't. It looks cheap, and I think that's the other problem I have with it is that it's it looks not, cheap. Yeah. It looks cheap, and and the show is better than that. That show is better than that. There is hmm. some, there is some good stuff that can happen with it. If I were giving notes, and that's what a pilot is all about, <laughs> is getting your test audience right. So that's what I put in my response to the show. You need to do something with the suit. Just yeah. pump a couple grand into it, even yeah. if it's even if it's twenty, thirty grand. Pump some money into it because as it looks now, it looks cheap, and the tick suit does not look cheap. I mean, the antenna parts are cool. That's neat that they move, but the original ticks, the antenna moved too. Yeah. So, and and if you remember, Patrick Orbitons was a full face exposure. Right. He has the eye slits in He's this. He's got the uh, eye holes. Yeah, and I mean, they, they could be smaller. They could be smaller, <laughs> but but as far as like, I I think I think Serafino is actually a really good tick, and is and the dialogue for the tick is. It's perfect. It's Ben Edlund's tick. I he's, mean, it's, he's, is his dialogue. I mean, he's one of my favorite British actors slash yeah. comedians. He always he just does little stuff. But he, he had a TV show. If you go online, you can find his stuff. Right. Problem is, his last name is hard to spell. So but, finding it is but a if, bitch. But if you're gonna if you're gonna rip apart um, somebody's performance as as the tick, his interpretation of the tick is great. That's like saying that like, Chris Pine could never be Kirk. You've seen him. He's in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's one of the Nova Prime guys. He's the one who says, "What a bunch of a holes!" Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Him. And he's yeah. he's he's great. I, yeah, I think he's really funny. good. Yeah. But again, I, you know, if you have a problem with his delivery, that's fine. But I didn't have a problem with that. It was I the suit. I don't. The shit out of me. I want to yeah. watch it then because I never really got too into the tick. Like, oh, then this might be good yeah. for you. And the, yeah. I'm, I'm also going to really piss some people off here. The tick wasn't that great because it was fucked with by studios yeah. from the second it, when, yeah. when it was good it was phenomenal like yeah. what, what was uh, the original run of the comics is always good yeah um, yeah and the cartoon was so uneven and yeah. then the uh, the TV show they did on Fox was so much fun but I mean I remember when Ron Perlman was on is uh, I can't remember his name but a sidekick's name was Friendly Fire <laughs> and when they went to the bar that only sidekicks could go to uh, <laughs> that was some funny shit but a lot of times it was just kind of yeah and you know People just hold it in such high regard, and I was like, I never got too into it, so I kind of want to go in with like, you know, no, it was no blinders. What it, it was neat for what it was, and yeah. I still put it on every once in a while. But you know, yeah, the original comics said they were terrific because well, the, the tick needs ninjas. He does. Yeah, you do need ninjas. You need ninjas because the right. greatest sight gag in comicdom involves uh, ninjas. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so the tick. All right, I'm, I'll I'll give it a look. Is the whole series up or just the pilot? Just the pilot. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. I remember. <laughs> Our favorite iteration of the Fantastic Four on film, Roger Corman. Yeah, it's better than the other three. <laughs> it really is, actually. It is. It's truer. There, it has Doom bots. And- well, they're making a documentary about that movie. Nice. Uh, so uh, it will be released. It's called Doomed, the, nice. un- the Untold Story of Roger Corman's Fantastic Four, and it will be a video on demand October 11th and DVD December 20th. So you if, give it for Christmas. Seriously, if I had the money, I would take that movie. And I would clean it up. I really would. I'd, I'd go through an editing process. I'd do like re- a criterion I'd, of it. I did no. I'd do the special effects. I'd redo all the effects, and I'd, I'd edit it so that the acting was a little punchier. For and, for as low budget a film as it is, that Doctor Doom costume's not bad. No, and that was the best thing costume. Period. Yeah, yeah. That probably. Thing cost, I mean, I realize it was just styrofoam camping pads from the from the REI, but. Yeah. I, as we record this, my status on Facebook right now. It was a year ago today that Cat and I were in uh, Chicago at, a, at their Wizard World. And my, one of my favorite cosplayers I've ever seen in my entire life, 
He's wearing the old school Fantastic Four outfit. He's got a paper bag on his head. It was Spider Man. Yeah. Uh, what? That was Spider Man. Yeah. Uh, That's the costume. He was in the Fantastic Four briefly. But yeah. he lost he lost his mask, so he had to wear a paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got paper bag in his head and he's got a, a protest sign that says, Give us back to Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> well, so far he's got one down. Um yeah. another movie that is coming out on October eleventh, uh, Blu ray November first, is Batman Return of the Caped Crusaders. Oh, Yes, it's the classic. Oh, yeah. Adam West. Why do they all sound so old, chum? That's the thing, is that there's a scene on online where you can watch yeah. you can watch some of it. Is yeah. West doing it? Yeah. West is doing it, Burt Ward is doing it, okay. and Julie Newmar is doing it. Everyone else is dead. <laughs> yeah, I just can't I just you know we, we saw those three down in, in San Diego. Yeah, remember? And and seeing Burt Ward, he said, Well, one of the things about Batman. <laughs> The thing is, though, Adam West is—he's—it's just sad. I'll never forget. I think it was one of the—I think it was our first Comic Con. One of them, you and I, Carrie and I, went to uh, to a concert uh, for the Aquabats at the Depot. Yeah. And they were running late like that, and we had to leave because we had to be up early in the morning. So we left. I'll never forget. We got like an Uber. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. The lady was like, "Yeah, I just took Burt Ward to his hotel." And we're like, "Oh yeah." He goes, "Yeah, that guy's a fucking asshole." <laughs> You know, my claim to fame is 240 episodes of Robin. <laughs> <laughs> and then I need to ask you, because you read DC Comics. Yeah. On The Flash, was the top a big villain? Uh, as big as a villain as The Flash? I mean, it, he was in his rogues gallery, but I don't think he was in the top because five or six. they're putting, putting the top on the TV show. <laughs> 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 well, they put the turtle on already. The top's, the top's bigger than the turtle. Okay. Uh, Ashley Rickards has been cast, uh, cast as the show's version of the top. Longtime villain from the comics who can spin so fast. <laughs> Jesus. It heightens her own intelligence. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think she you were going will, there. She will be, yeah, she will be like Bonnie to Mirror Masters Clyde is the way they describe it. Uh, also, uh, this uh, uh, this other Flash, this evil Flash that they've got coming up in the new season. Black Flash. Well, here's, here's what they said. Producer Todd Helbing said that the new speedster, his name is Savitar. Is that familiar? I, I'm not familiar, but I'm not as... I'm, I'm sure Shannon would probably jump up He's, and down. He but. says it's not at all like Zoom or the reverse Flash. Savitar is more of a psychological villain. I think the Hindu word for Savitar means God of Speed. Okay. He's all about speed. Everything about this guy is different. I can't go into super details, but he's not like Zoom or Reverse Flash. I don't know. It sounds well, to me like he described Zoom and Reverse Flash. No, he's dead. Okay. Right. So that's the thing. The, right. They show him for a split second in the last part of the last episode because the, the Speed Force wraiths come and they, they, grab mm-hmm. the, uh, they grab Zoom and start hauling him off. And he starts to wither and yeah. die. And so if you look up Black Flash on, on Google, and that may be why they changed the name. Mm. You know, just, you know, you don't want Black Vulcan. And, you know, Could be. It's, it's one of those things that maybe you don't need that, that uh, descriptor. But he's, he's, like a, he's like a withered mummy in a Flash suit. And the Flash suit doesn't fit on him. It just kind of hangs off of him. Oh, okay. And he's made of Speed Force. All right. He also doesn't run. He skips. Oh, he just kind of floats around. <laughs> and finally, this because uh, you you've read American Gods, mm-hmm. and uh, top the, five books of all time. The question was asked of the actress playing uh, this one particular character, uh, Bill Bilqui, B I L Q U I S. Uh huh. 
Um, apparently in the comic, there's a scene where she eats a man. Oh, is this the with the, her, god, the old Babylonian god of sex? With her, uh, yeah. Yeah. With her vagina? Yeah. Because Brian Fuller was asked about that for the TV show. Uh-huh. <laughs> he said, oh, we're going to do it exactly as written. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she she's she's kind of she's kind of in the in the book. She's uh, she's right off a of Hollywood Boulevard, and she's in a rented rent by the hour hotel. And she brings a guy in, and, and she does her little dance, and she's kind of she's kind of worn and and kind of kind of you know, a little rough around the edges. And then when she gets done eating him, she's young and voluptuous and perfect. Oh, so Kristen Chenoweth's going to be in this. Yeah, she's not playing that character. No, she's playing. She's <laughs> playing. She's actually playing Easter. Yeah, the the old the old. Well, there's a, there's a lot of people in this. Yeah. in this show. Yeah, there's a lot of great actors. Uh, Jillian Anderson's going to be on as Media, yeah. which is one of the new gods that people worship. Mm-hmm. So in that oh. one, she tries she tries to seduce Shadow by coming to him during Lucy's greatest romps at two o'clock in the morning on I Love Lucy. So she'll she'll come up after doing the whole chocolate packing thing and be like starting to take off her shirt saying, Come with me, Shadow. Media's where it's at. You know? <laughs> so. All right. so there you go. That's that's what I've got for news. Now you've got a review got of two. uh I guess War Dogs. Yeah we'll do War Dogs. Okay. First. War um, Dogs. So this is a the direct, directed by Todd Phillips, who did uh, all the hangover movies. And uh true story. Uh based on the trailers I kept calling it Brosif the movie. Because it's Miles Teller. <laughs> you all right? Uh, sorry. <laughs> and then uh, and Jonah Hill. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> sorry. Uh, true story. Uh, they played two guys who, I, and it's still going on today. I guess there's a website where the Where the government... Where the government... Basically, it's I'd say kind of like the eBay of like weapons uh, contracts, yeah. and you just kind of bid on it. And yeah. so the big dogs uh, are making billions, right? Yeah. But like what they call it are the crumbs, like you know the shit that nobody wants, like an order of Berettas or something like that. Tactical nukes, yeah, right? Yeah. And so, uh, so, so these are, these are the guys who pick up the crumbs. They pick up the crumbs, which is still worth like twenty, thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. You know, it's not and terrible it's, money. It's all our tax money. Yay! Yep. All right, and yeah. so, uh, but we can remember. The guns are all coming from Mexico. <laughs> well, no, what's like like one story? What's kind of crazy? Like so, this the, the the whole war in the Middle East is going on, and so they get a contract for these Berettas, and they order it from uh, from Italy. And that same week, uh, Italy was like, "Yeah, we're not going to send weapons to the Middle East anymore. We're done." Like you know, kind of thing. And mm-hmm. they're like, "Fuck like that!" So they had to send their weapons to Jordan and go fly there and drive. Into Baghdad, Ew. oh, what they called the, the Triangle of Death. Like that. So these guys did this shit, and mm-hmm. so whether you like Miles Teller or Jonah Hill, or not what's kind of fascinating about this movie is that it's true. That's the, I was sitting there going, "Holy shit!" Like that's, you know, that's that's the reason my wife wants to see it. She's yeah. not she's not a fan of any of the people involved, but she except for the one person I will say that is fucking fantastic, Bradley Cooper. He, Bradley Cooper, and he's only on screen for maybe fifteen minutes at most yeah. in a two hour movie, I think. But he fucking owns it, you know. And it's Bradley Cooper. Great, um, I liked him on Alias. He he plays he <laughs> plays the god of arms dealers, who is actually on the terrorist watch list, who gets them a gig that will earn them probably about thirty million dollars. Mm. And it's like, would I, you would you turn that down just for a drive to the hard, triangle of death? It's hard to it'd be hard well, to the, the shit they go through, and like, I mean, they bend the rules a little bit and then full on fucking break them. You know, isn't like that, that an America song? I was driving some Berettas through the valley of death. No. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I actually enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Oh, good. And so it's it just, that's why I go see it, because 
you're like, I can't believe the shit they did. I'm smelling three. Three um, stars? Two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. Three. All right. Okay. Two and three quarter stars. There you go. There's my stars. Oh, oh three quarters. <laughs> but I'm smelling a lot of stars coming for Kubo, Kubo. and the two strings. Kubo and the two strings. If you know anything Look, about... It's, it's got a monkey in it. I'm there. So. <laughs> Who's voiced by Charlize Theron. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> You people would stop talking in movies. I'd go see this. <laughs> uh, so Kubo, Leica Studios, that's Box Trolls, Coraline, and Paranorman. Boy, they do great animation. They're like the only people that do stop motion animation. I mean, yeah. You have to be fucking insane to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. And they revolutionized the, the thing with their 3D printer that, that can now print, you know, Thousands upon thousands of faces yep. that they don't have to mold and shit anymore. Yeah, well, this is Jonathan Jonathan Selleck, I think the guy that directed Nightmare Before Christmas. He Maybe. he's one of the people who got like us started when they oh, did Coraline, it? and that was one of the things they're talking about is if we could rapid prototype the faces and get them generated fast enough. Because yep. if you look at uh, if you look at behind the scenes stuff with Nightmare Before Christmas, Jack Skellington has sixty faces that they yeah. have to. It's magnetized. Yeah. And they just, you know, that's what they do for this one. Yeah. So with rapid prototyping, though, somebody didn't have to hand sculpt them all. Yeah. Well, so I went to Portland to to their studios, and, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll and we'll have that interview at the at the end of the episode. <laughs> Stay till the end for that interview. But the guy, especially you, <laughs> <laughs> the guy, uh, one of the uh, you know creators, was like, I cannot tell you how many like fucking conversations hours. We'd have meetings about how many freckles to have on Coraline's face because once you add a freckle, that takes a lot fucking longer. Like you know, like that's oh, like that's shit. like that's like ninety man hours. That's like right. That. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He goes, but now have as many fucking freckles as you like. You know, it doesn't matter anymore. Like, that's right. Wow. So the whole the whole yeah. industry's changed in that's, the sense. Well, they had a thing. Cool. They had a thing with. Uh, um, uh, what was the bug one? James and the Giant Peach. Yes. When they yeah. did that with stop motion, where they actually had one of the animators accidentally knocked a lamp over. Oh shit. You know, seven hours into one day's filming, uh, and they had to reset they had everything. To start all over. Re- recolor set it and redo it because that one lamp changed the color in the lighting for oh, everything. Fuck. I can tell you exactly how it went. Crash. <laughs> yeah, it went. <laughs> and then they showed him the door. So this is this is a story based on uh, Japanese mythology. Japanese and... mythology. Little kid, uh, grandfather stole his eye. He wants the other one. Uh, his two aunts are assholes. Um, aunts that, usually are. Yeah. His father was murdered. Mom is not doing okay because they were all attacked. Uh, but if he finds this suit of armor and a sword, he can take him on. Okay. And then all of a sudden he gets whisked away uh, to this other magic land, and there's a talking monkey and a kind of, uh, <laughs> by Charlize Theron, uh, a giant bug, samurai bug, uh, voiced by Matthew McConaughey, and they just go on an adventure. And the animation is unfucking believable. Like it's, And it's a slower story. I'll be like that. There were times I'm like, eh, nothing's really going on, but I was just there going, I don't know. <laughs> you know, it is gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous, great storytelling. Little slow at points, but I I loved it. I'm at three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah, for Kubo. Three and a half out of three. And the only amazing, right? (laughs) And here's the thing, though. I I want. I can't remember what I gave Finding Dory because it's always Pixar who gets in the way of. Seems like you gave it three. I can't remember three or three. I I want to say it's three and a half. I can't remember if I said four. I think three and a half. Whatever it said. I even. I'm looking. I was looking down the line of the other like animated movies are coming out, and they all kind of look like shit, except for Moana. That looks kind of cool. But like storks and sing and a lot of it looks like shit. I want Leica to win because I want the world to know for what they do. Exactly. Yes. I want them to get. They should have got. Well, I say should have. Box Trolls was fucking amazing. Yeah, I loved and, it. And did anybody see that? Uh, I don't know if anybody really saw it. But yeah. the problem was it was it was the same year as Inside Out. Yeah, you weren't gonna fuck exactly. With it, you know. So I just I hope I hope that this is the year that Leica takes 
best answer. I, get, I got not, a feeling about it. If you're not so. familiar with Leica, go to YouTube and just type in Leica and, yeah. and just start watching some of the behind-the-scenes stuff. There's there's a great one where they show um, time-lapse photography of the animators doing yeah. the closing it's, scenes and box yeah. rolls. Yeah. Fascinating. And it's, it's, it's Edgar Wright. No, it's not Edgar Wright. Uh, it's... it's uh, Anyway, it's yep. it's two British guys, and they're and they're doing their characters. But what's great is you can see the 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 voice track going as the animators are really fastly changing everything. Yeah. And then you realize a minute into it, their clothes have changed several times. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because oh, it's, it's the next it's, day. It's the next day. Yep. Yep. Wow. Yeah. It's it's insane what they do in that All studio. Right, well, stay till the end of the episode to hear the interview with the director. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, actually, do me a huge favor. Uh, Cat actually asked me to say this because the her. Uh, cats cleaning the ad's been on the on the you know in the breaks and whatnot. Yeah, and uh, if you have had her clean, because we've actually have had a few people listeners use her services, please go to Google or Yelp and give her a good review if you believe that she deserves mm-hmm. a good review. Because we just had uh, a customer who Cat and her team worked for fifteen hours. It was immaculate what they did to that place. It was a shithole, and she gave her a one star review. Really? Yeah, and Cat's like, yeah. Life in Fuck the you. life in the yellow plane. Yeah, unfortunately, it sucks. But but she's yeah. like, can you just please, you know, if, if you have if you haven't used it, please don't. She's just, she's like, I want to remain ethical. Yep. No, but they, like, but they, she's like, if you have used my services and you did enjoy it, please just go give it. They, they do good work. So and uh, same same request for me if you've uh, picked up my coloring book on on Amazon. I have. Yay! If you wouldn't mind dropping a review on there. Once I get over twenty reviews, I actually mm-hmm. start showing up in the people who looked at this book also bought this. I think I reviewed it. Did I review it? I don't know. I'll go look. You may have. Well, someone named uh, Catherine Cottom did. <laughs> that's my wife. <laughs> <laughs> so that counts. But yeah, that's uh, and that's if you liked the book. If you didn't like the book, then I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, I think that's just a good rule. It, yeah, it does help businesses. It really does. So it if, does. If you believe in it, then please. Yeah, I wish. I both. wish that. I wish that the folks didn't have to do that because no. it's 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 so geared wrongly and well i mean that one star will throw you off you're gonna have a, a, a bunch of good reviews and yeah. that's the, one that's that's yelp's algorithm though yeah and i've, I've gone the rounds with this with fresh where you you we're at four four point seven five stars right yeah but if you pull us up you get that one star review from a guy from two years ago yeah who said i'm a vegan from los angeles this place is too expensive and who puts rice on nachos anyway I uh, actually what's what's the point of that review in the first <laughs> exactly. place, and why is that the one that shows up on the first page? Yeah, I'll is it be because honest. I don't advertise. Yeah, it might be. It I, is. I reported the review, and it's kind of and the reason I say it is because she posted the before and after pictures, and mm. it's like fucking disgusting, gorgeous. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know. So, uh, I I do know that there is a tactic in that particular part of town to uh, scream and yell until they get a refund, so they got the cleaning free. Uh, yeah, that's, I had that's that, happened. I had that when I car- did carpet cleaning in that part of town about ah, eight years ago. There you go. It's a good tactic. It works. Um, <laughs> real quick, I got a letter from a listener who was who was uh, talking about uh, uh, Jay. Jay will be back for Comic Con. We got a list. We have a listener. Yeah, you complete us. And also someone who said that they were missing Jeff. And to them, I just say we all miss him. But go to my <laughs> Twitter page or my Facebook, or it's on Geek Show's Facebook yeah. as well. We've mm-hmm. been posting those. Reruns of Sci-Fi Sunday Night, which was a show back in 2002 that Jeff and I, we hosted Star Trek reruns, and Jeff is all throughout them. Uh, this, this past week, not, because I, and, and I, I want to point you, in the, I want young geeks to see this, because they don't believe us when we tell them we stood in line to see movies. Sure. They, they just don't believe it. When did that stop? Reserve, about, reserve seats about 2002 oh when you could start reserving seating that yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so go, go and watch this and see these people legit camped out 
just to see Attack of the Clones. Yeah. All right. I actually, the, the last time I got excited kind of like that was recently with uh, Star Wars mm-hmm. when the tickets went on sale. So I was like, I want, they, they weren't saying if there was going to be a press screen. And, and you were gone for 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, it was funny because Egg and I were sitting there, like, on the Megaplex website, like, waiting for them to upload it, like that, you know? And then once it went up, that site just shut down. Like, it, nothing, oh, yeah, nothing crashed. Worked. So I got into my car and did probably about 100 miles an hour to the local <laughs> Megaplex and like just went to their kiosk. And I was like, bam, 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 done. You know, and I bought like 20 tickets. No, I, re- <laughs> I remember the Attack of the Clones thing because we did 16 hours of live radio on my station. Yeah. And so I was on the mornings. So mm-hmm. when my morning show got done, we went and did another 12 hours. We did went until like, oh, geez, it was 10 o'clock at night. Until 10 o'clock at night mm-hmm. we were there. And then yeah. we went in and saw the 10 o'clock showing. And it was I remember sitting on crazy. floors in movie theaters, just yeah, you know, we're outside of the curb. So, I remember uh, uh, camping out for Star Trek Six. Yeah, so it was a mistake. So go, <laughs> so go and see uh, the footage of that, uh, and then I'll post uh, on probably Thursday or Friday uh, some some Jeff. Woo. Yeah, uh, as well. And there's others if you follow the timeline. There's the rest of them. All right. Anything else? I think that's uh, it. We got the Fifty West, the Monaco, all that taken care of. All right. Come stay with us. Come stay with us. And what is this episode called again? The Gorilla in Me. How? I don't know. <laughs> you said how. I said ow. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, it depends on context, I guess. Uh, right. <laughs> Pleased to enjoy. Cabin Fever has been providing customers with hand-picked greeting cards, gift wrap, books, and gifts since it opened its doors in 1982. Currently located at the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East, Cabin Fever has been helping the meek, the geek, and the freak since day one. New arrivals this month include those uh, retro action figures that I collect, the Reaction, three-pack of Ripley, the Alien Queen, and the Power Loader from Aliens. Also new, miniature versions of the classic arcade games of Pac-Man and Space Invaders. I've seen these as well. They're very cool. In addition to the new arrivals, Cabin Fever also has a new adult coloring book section. These coloring books are much more detailed and design-oriented than the children's coloring books, you know, and they help your creativity flow. Cabin Fever's collection includes Lord of the Rings, Doctor Who, Harry Potter, and more. If coloring isn't your thing, check out their jigsaw puzzles. How about a Kill Bill jigsaw puzzle? They also have Star Trek. Playing cards. They got Dawn of the Dead and Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. A huge selection of lunch boxes and, of course, rubber duckies. It's Cabin Fever. In Trolley Square. So much more than a card store. You choose Patron XO Cafe because it's simply perfect. The Patron Spirits Company from the highlands of Jalisco now bring you the low-proof coffee liqueur with unexpected pleasures in every pour. Patron XO Cafe is the inspired blend of ultra-premium Patron Silver Tequila with the pure natural flavor of fine Arabica coffee bean made just for you. Enjoy it as a premium cocktail ingredient, an original delicious dessert topping, or to be savored just by itself. Patron XO Cafe. To find out more about XO Cafe, go to PatronTequila.com. This year's Salt Lake Comic Con will have hundreds of new and exciting guests, including comic book artists, authors, and celebrities that will offer photo ops and autographs. Go to saltlakecomiccon.com for guest details. Some of the celebrity guests include Mark Hamill, William Shatner, John Cena, Lou Ferrigno, Ian Somerhalter, Michael Rooker, Robert Englund, Arthur Darville, Katie Cassidy, Henry Winkler, Billy Boyd, Tom Wopat, John Schneider, and Catherine Bach, plus more to be added as the event gets closer. Nearly 500 vendors and artists from across the world will bring unique, handcrafted, and pop culture-themed merchandise and art. There will be hundreds of hours of panel programming, including cosplay workshops, 
panels with your favorite stars, and discussions with experts about fantasy, sci-fi, comic books, and more. Tickets were deeply discounted initially and increase in price as the event gets closer, thus rewarding early buyers with discounts. So get yours today at SaltLakeComicCon.com, and we will see you September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd at the Salt Palace Convention Center. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what's happening in August at Dr. Volt's. Ah, I know they've been working on this. They're getting ready. Salt Lake Comic Con is back, and Dr. Volts will be there. They will see you there in September. Look for them. Marvel's hit Darth Vader series is sadly coming to an end. See the Dark Lord of the Sith off with 40-page giant issue filled with contributions from some of comics' greatest talents. Starting this month, Scott Snyder and John Romita Jr. join forces to reimagine the Dark Knight's greatest villains in All-Star Batman. DC Rebirth continues with the new Suicide Squad. Task Force X is sent on a deadly mission to retrieve a powerful cosmic item that has fallen into enemy hands. The Bad Guys Doing Good starts this month by comic legend Jim Lee and Rob Williams. You know, comics have never been better. There's some great stuff out there, not just Marvel and DC. Dr. Volts has a lot of independent comics and smaller publishers as well. Don't believe me? Go check for yourself. They offer a comprehensive hold, or as some call it, poll service. It's free. And with that, you get a 10% discount off purchases over $20 and the preview catalog for free. Totally worth it. You never miss an issue or an item. They're open seven days a week at 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. And we're back. All right. It's getting toasty in here. Uh, Let's see. A couple of things. Um, This is is for the... I, I wish James was here so he could tell me which camera to play to. That's Captain Power. This is Captain Power. What the fuck? This is Captain Power and oh. the Soldiers of the Future. So I used to play this on my okay. TV at home. Are you gonna, Lexi's are you gonna, the camera. You like turn, yesterday. You're going to turn the camera off with the spaceship? I could. Uh, now, this is uh, this is a toy, you, you kids. Um, you can see how it's yellowing see on the side there. 1987. Yeah. Is it 87? Mm-hmm. Give or take. What was no, cool? This, this was a Saturday morning cartoon show. Not and, cartoon, uh, well, well, it was live. It was, cartoon, it was yeah. live action. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was live action show. This is a VHS tape, yeah. uh, and the deal was is that there were he was you know a superhero kind of thing. It's it's uh, here it is. It was uh, shot on VHS. Uh, too. Many human survivors <laughs> are depending on you. Corporal Jennifer, Pilot Chase, and Captain Jonathan Power will be flying with you. Prepare to power on. And it was they wore spacesuits and they got their ships and they and your 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 TV. Your yeah. TV, uh, if you played the VHS, you could actually shoot at the screen. Well, it was, it was it on the regular, back at you, too. It was and on the, the regular shoot, show. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and, the, and the screen would shoot back yeah. at you. The bad guy ships would shoot at you. Mm-hmm. And you see these two things up here on top. One's, one's a receiver, one's a sender. Mm-hmm. And you could shoot at the bad guy ships, and it would keep score. Yeah. There's a little flashing light right. back here. You could press it. That was it. about as interactive as it got. Though. Yeah. yeah. But, and, and if they shot you enough three times, yeah. I think it was, then, then this happened. Oh. The guy would burst out of the The thing. guy would uh, pop out of the cockpit. Yeah, nothing happened. I know. <laughs> <laughs> cockpit. Spring. So the, the cockpit would spring open. Yeah. Does your guy fly out? And, oh, yeah. And kick your guy out. Oh, right. cool. So, uh, so that there's your Captain Power. And these, so the best these... way to play was to keep your hand over the receiver. Yeah. So and this this toy this toy came out in 1987, and I believe they were all on deep discount at Savers and Big Lots yep. all around the country did, yeah. in 1988. It did not succeed. Well, it was kind of shitty. It was uh, next level shit. It was it was it was a it's shitty show. Yeah. It was a shitty show, and I remember <laughs> all the conspiracy theorists were like, uh, "Well, how uh, it's in your home, and they can send signals, and they can break yeah. your toy." Yeah. 
toys from Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Jews are breaking your toys so, from Hollywood. So that's that's Captain Power. And uh, for some reason, I still have it. I never liked it a lot, but I you still were, have it. You for were some intrigued reason. by the novelty. I was. So why do you tell us this? I Carrie? bring this up. Why do you bring this up? I would have laughed if you just went to the next story. Carrie's losing it. Peapod's mind's just going. I just wanted to Thanks. show you my toys. Thanks, That's Professor all. Segway. Uh, oh, it says here it aired in 200 uh, domestic North American TV markets, 46 international territories, 87 to 88. <laughs> and, and the acting was fantastic. Look at me. J. Michael Straczynski was one of its writers. Oh, yep. wow. Well, everybody's got to start somewhere. He I matured, guess so. Sounds like he matured quite a bit as a writer. Uh, I, I tell you about this because they're, they're bringing it back. I don't know if the interactive toy part of it will be. Yes, oh, let's, I hope so. Let's, reboot, let's re- reboot a failed franchise. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's called Phoenix Rising. And it's mm. written by Judith and Garfield Reeve Stevens. They're, okay. They're good. They did a good job with Ann Flux. Yeah. Uh, and it will uh, pick up 15 years after humanity has lost a devastating war against an artificial intelligence called the Overmind. Oh. Overmind. Overmind. This guy sounds scary. Overmind. Jonathan Power, the son of the man who caused that war, learns the truth about his father and discovers a new type of battle armor. The Untermind. That will enable a small mismatched team of soldiers and civilians to fight the bionic armies of the New Order. This is my monkey. Wait, they're going to fight that new wave band? Yes. I see a ship on the harbor. I'm betting that the battle doesn't last long. <laughs> Tell me how no, does it feel? All those Brits are old. Unfortunately, now. there is a 17-minute like remix. 17-minute? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a whole episode of, of Blue Monday. It's called Enola Gay. Yeah. All right. Holy that, shit! That was Stop o- it. that was OMD. Listen. Well, I thought it was, oh. I thought it was New Order. That's Dropkick Murphys. Yep. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Enola Gay. God, maybe I should have spilled that one. Okay, and then I got another story I saved uh-huh. for you guys. Yeah. Stop it, Carrie Well, Jackson. I'm glad you didn't shave, save it for your other geek podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, this happened a few weeks ago. This is an older story. Uh, you know, that's a Han Solo comic series. I like it. Yes. Isn't it's, it great? It's a Han Solo Space Racer. Mm. I know of this. You'll never guess who the biggest fan of the comic is. Uh, Harrison Ford. Did I guess? No. He doesn't read anymore. Chewbacca. Oprah. Nope. 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 Peter uh, Weller. Kenny Loggins. Nope. Kenny Loggins. Kenny oh, 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 oh. Uh, yeah, he reads it and hums a danger zone to himself. Liz, Liz <laughs> Levin. Nope. Did okay. we already say George Lucas? Male or female? Ricky Martin. George Ricky Lucas. Martin. Michael Bolton. Did I get it? George Lucas. I George got Lucas. It. Yeah. This is how big of a fan he is of that comic. Well, I, know he's, I know he likes the comics. I want to buy it back, please. No, he doesn't. Please. Um, because uh, the artist, really good comic Mark Brooks, super great. Uh, got an email hey guys. Is, hey. from George Lucas saying that, my Gmail. saying that he would like it's <laughs> Yahoo. Uh, he would like to purchase every original page from Han Solo one and two. Could you imagine every, that? Every could you, page. Could you imagine that email? You're you're. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm imagining. I Star Wars fan, right? Love Star Wars. Yeah. I draw. If I drew. For one, if Marvel said, hey, Lee, you want to draw the Han Solo uh, comic? I'd be like, peg leg. I'd be all over it. <laughs> It'd be great. And so, peg leg. Uh, so, but then like six months later, George Lucas emails me and says, hey, here you are, Lee. I really want to buy all these issues. That's the thing. So usually the when, when a collector does this, yeah. they usually just buy one sheet. Well, it's one just all they can afford. Yeah. Yeah, Lucas um, has got $4 billion. Lucas, I've got some extra money laying gave, around because. Be, uh, he doesn't. He gave that all to schools. 
Kirkland uh, yeah, had, gave a, Lucas Bucks had a buy one get one free sale <laughs> on plaid shirts. So yeah, he and and he has you know been saying he's not too crazy about all the stuff that Disney's doing, but he must really really like this comic. It, it's it's racing. Hey. It's racing. Hey. Lucas yeah. loves racing. It's racing. And the Millennium Falcon's a hot rod. Arr. It's a souped up junky hot rod. It, and that then, makes sense. And that comic is fun. I mean, Arr. it's. Especially like the second episode when the Imperials come and arrest all the racers. and That makes sense now. Yeah. It's okay. racing. Did you all not right. see American Graffiti? I like racing. Your Lucas impersonation sucks. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then finally this, and then we'll get to some questions from you, the listeners. A boom. Sometimes we get questions and we answer them. Peg leg. When I read this story, I heard across the valley a TV <clears throat> critic cry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when I read this story, I know I know a few of them. I heard uh, so they. I heard a TV critic cry. So they relaunched Dallas and then canceled it immediately. No, nope. no. Oh. Big Bang Theory got canceled. Nope. No. <laughs> Seth MacFarlane. Don't quit. Don't quit. Is he getting another show? Yes. Oh no way! I'm good at this game. You're good Yay! at this game. And actually, nobody clapped for he me. Starring in it, too? you bastards. <laughs> and hey, thank you. And, and when. And when I read that Seth MacFarlane was starring in it, I heard that critic across the valley cry even louder. It's a space dramedy. Yes! Live action. Yes! Hmm. I am interested. Set 300 years in the future. Take me to the river. And centers on the Orville, an exploratory ship in Earth's interstellar fleet. Why is it the Orville? Because it makes popcorn. Facing cosmic challenges, both internal and external, the crew of space explorers aboard the Orville go where no series has gone before. Mm. Seth MacFarlane plays the captain, Ed. Ed. Captain Ed. Captain Ed. I was hoping his name was Redenbacher. And because he created and is executive producing, he can cast his newly appointed first officer. Is this some hot chick? Adrian Pilecki. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. From, yeah, from the Agents she's... of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Yeah. Yeah, she, so she's Mockingbird. not going to be on S.H.I.E.L.D. She's I'm not like, coming back. I'm like she's a not? sage or something. Uh, no, she's great. I like her. I like Adrian Pilecki. Uh, wow. I'm going to go back and watch that Wonder Woman. Tr- I like that. I'm the only one. You're not the um, only one. But we all enjoyed it. I ain't never seen it. But uh, so there you go. Here's the, here's the twist about Adrian Pilecki. She's not only the first officer. She is also the captain's ex-wife. Ooh. Oh, that means tension. I bet there's going to be damn, some hijinks. I would quit that job. <laughs> so I heard a TV critic cry because it got picked up for 13 episodes yeah. without a pilot. <laughs> wow, no pilot. Request. That's immature. You know Boom. what? If I was ever a, you're being naive. If oh, I was yeah. ever a ship captain with my ex-wife, I'd know where all the fucking ports were that shoot them out into space. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant escape pods. All right. Uh, do we have uh, questions from uh, yeah. the, from the listeners? Got a few. <laughs> uh, will you ever do a eight hour marathon show? Whoa. Yes, yes, eight hours. Yes, well, I think, I think they're yes. about your all day show. Yes, oh, like. well, our, our all day show is thirteen. Well, we're hours. doing four well, today. Whoa. But hey, yeah. um, you know, we I, would die. I pitched an idea for the best show ever to Jimmy the other day, and he just looked at me like I was, you know, hobbling around with two peg legs. Uh, what is it with you and peg leg? Why do you keep saying peg leg? I, uh, peg leg kick. I want to do. I want to do an all night pajama kick? party show <laughs> for the Geek Show. An all night pajama. Party? Yeah. yeah. How would we? How would we do that? Well, well first off, we have got to wear pajamas. 
And we hang out here. You guys don't want to see my pajamas. And, oh, no. You're going to get pajamas. I either, oh, fall, okay. I either fall asleep fully clothed or nude. Well, you either one. That's me, too. I'm saying, <laughs> saying, oh, I'm saying for the show, you would wear the pajamas. And then we talk about stuff, and maybe we watch some movies and narrate them, and we have some snacks. And it goes on all night. Do each other's and, hair, talk about boys. Yes. So what, we draw a dick on the guy who falls asleep first? How would we, would we Facebook Live that? or No, we, we, we have we have the thing set up, and we James can film it, and it's a, it's a pay-per-view. $49.95. Wow, that's a wow. lot that's of like money. Do you think we can do it? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. You know what? This, we could probably do it. I just don't know if we'd ever do another show again. That's true. Eight hours? Guys, we drove to California together. That's true. I realize it was only two hours, but still. That's true. <laughs> if we got us there two hours? Maybe if we could get, like, lav mics so we don't have to sit at the table for eight hours. Right. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I think an eight-hour show sounds great. Or just have us all mic'd up while we're wandering around fucking up your house. That's yeah. kind of yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like, five hours you're just going to hear one mic going. No, and when, and when one part gets stale, then there could be, like, the cooking segment with Sue. All right. And then there could be a part where I talk to the ghost in the mirror. And then it's just so many cool things. Is it going to be me again? It's just like... Uh, President <laughs> Trump. It'll be, it'll be an egg leg thing again. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to look at how that. About we try, how about we try working up to it? Every episode from now on, we do 10 we minutes do, longer like, than one more one episode? Yeah. Well, we do. We're training right. for it. Yeah. We're on our sixth. Yeah. I Somehow she had to spill the whole barrel of oil all over the... <laughs> we don't even know where the barrel came from. See, I was going to say virgin blood, but Thanks. whatever. Either Thanks, Shannon Valdez. All right, uh, Michelle wants some advice for a first-time time, uh, Comic-Con attendee. First-time Comic-Con attendee. I will say, attendee. well, okay. depends on the Comic-Con, I guess. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it's ours. I'm assuming that it's the one here in Salt Lake. Two things pop into mind. Okay. One is... You got to settle up in one room usually. At least that's San Diego, and that's kind of here too. Yeah. Where this one's know. a little bit more freeing. Yeah. I was gonna say comfortable shoes and a backup power source for your phone. Definitely, yeah, that. those are very good. Definitely, I was that. gonna say stay hydrated for sure. Yeah, definitely as well. stay hydrated, and that's for panelists and attendees. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit more free roaming at this con. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're it's hard because we've never actually attended this con. Uh, attended. Yeah. We. Well, I've kept my eye on the big room, and I will say that sure, they but, don't empty the room like. Really anywhere? Yeah, but we're still running from room to room the entire day, so we don't have the perspective of a of an attendee. But I will say that well, okay, well then, still in this perspective of me doing Hall H, oh. even if you don't give a shit about the first two panels, but you want to see the third, mm. just play on your phone and sit through the first two panels. Yeah, and if uh, if it's going to be a crowded one, if you got if you got kids, make sure you bring lots of water and, and some strollers. snacks, lots and of strollers. strollers. Well, no, but, <laughs> no. but something, something to keep your kid occupied. Two strollers with. per child. Um, I my advice would be honestly. Eat and drink yep. outside the venue. Yeah. There are many Absolutely. decent places that you'll get better and probably more yeah. nutritious food well, and, and, and cheaper food and, and, and drinks. And they've started lining the food trucks up out front. So yeah, that's always my good. Especially food trucks. I go to Spitz around the corner. Yeah. It's, it's not it's far. Intimidating. It's intimidating for Jimmy, but I can go there and get Spitz, they don't Spitz. fuck around. They, they give you like well, a whole pig. On yeah. on Main Street, there are quite a few new mm-hmm. good restaurants now. Yep. So and, bars. and bars. And too. bars, too. And if you go yeah. by Bombara on Friday night, chances are we'll be in the window being idiots. More or than likely. That's what we do. Real fun. You might see me chasing a pit bull through there. Ooh. Yeah. Or there's that. Yeah. But yeah, seriously, <laughs> hydration, comfortable <laughs> shoes. Take your time. Enjoy yourself. Try um, not to get... It's overwhelming. There's yeah. a lot uh, of people poop there. Poop before you go. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to poop I actually there. haven't had a problem using the bathroom there. It's not bad. But I'm just saying, you know... I, I think that goes without saying for everywhere you go. Poop before you go. It, just yeah. in Sometimes general. Sometimes it sneaks up yeah. on just you. Just in general. In life. Yep. I'm a little freaked out because <laughs> I haven't pooped yet today. 
Uh-oh. I don't want to poop here because last Did time Did you say I, a you poop know. jet? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a Swiffer product. That's amazing. Poop jet. Poop jet. Uh, how, about one, how about one more, and then we'll uh, wrap this up. Ooh, one more crap. Um, mm, poop jet. Let me find a good one. Uh, All right, that's good. Hey. Oh, look good. <laughs> oh, oh, no, this is the one I wanted. Uh, <laughs> is it Moses wants to know, what's the creepiest fan meeting you've ever experienced? Fan meeting? Like, you know, meeting Moses. Fans. Well, we got two guys well, here. Well, I'll tell you what. There's this guy named <laughs> fucking AJ. Oh, no. Don't you hate, like, I'm calling out AJ right now. Uh-oh. AJ is one of the fucking nicest and coolest kids I've ever met, right? Derek as well. And Derek, yeah. Yeah. And they are just... Like Derek those... didn't give us his players. Right. <laughs> Let us stay in his fucking house and stuff. You gotta stop it with the... I, I'm, I hope I'm not creeping you. You're not fucking creeping us out. He keeps asking if we, if we, if we ever think he's that kind of geek. And I go, no, because I know skin suit. Yeah. Skin suit. I think all of us is going to be skin suit. Yeah. Of course it's skin suit. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, no. Oh, do we all want to take that back so skin suit doesn't get us? No. I mean, I don't think He skin, doesn't know what we're I talking about. I don't think skin suit knows who she is. <laughs> Good one. Subterfuge. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll tell you. Um, Subterfuge. No, I will I, say I, my thing is I get freaked out uh, every time somebody just, like, comes up and goes, blah, at me. See, right? I... I don't, because I do the farmer's market, and yeah. I get, uh, you know, when I'm sitting in Cat's booth, I probably get at least three or four Geek Show Says Hey's every weekend. Okay, and that, that's, actually, that's a Geek more... Show Says Hey never gets me. It's no, like somebody that just walks up and goes, Geek Show Says Hey, and I'm like, hey, from Geek Show, and I'll be like, oh my God, hi, thanks for listening, mm-hmm. and what's your name? But uh, I've had, like, so I was in the Smith's Marketplace. Uh, parking lot the other day, and mm-hmm. I got a drive-by, and it scared the shit out of me. Oh. So he drove by the car, and I go, drive-by. But no, I'll tell you the scariest one, and she listens to this show. Okay. I mean, no offense by it. It was huge. Huge. I'm shopping at the Smiths by our house, you know? I'm at Smiths like every day. Well, he always wants to get the fresh meat. I got the meat. And I'm going up one of the aisles, and... All of a sudden, I just hear this voice super close, like to the back of my head. Mm-hmm. And, just... Geek show says, hey. I, uh, and I was like, turned around with a fist up, right? <laughs> and it was this nice lady, and she's like, oh my God, I'm sorry. And I'm like, you should be. I've had that. Oh, before. Jesus. The, the, the creepiest one, I, really honestly, and it's only creepy in hindsight, is uh, somebody <laughs> I ran into while I was out with my family. And sometimes it's cool to meet people that you like. Sometimes it's really cool to meet people that do something you enjoy. And it's really cool for me to meet you, too, for a minute. We can talk. But if you start going into play-by-play about something really raunchy that happened on the show and I'm hanging out with my wife and my kids, don't. that's that's crossing a line. And the yeah. only reason why it gets creepy is, like, afterwards I start analyzing. I'm like... Why does this guy want to talk about, you know, such and such sex episode <laughs> at all, even let alone in public with my wife and my kids right there? I mean, you know, my my daughter's a minor. I, she doesn't listen to Geek Show. I, I don't want her to listen to Geek Show. I don't necessarily need conversations or some of the topics that happen on this show to be floated past my kids. That's not... That's this not their world. Yeah, it's not yeah, for it's, kids. I'm sorry. I didn't screen Deadpool for my children, <laughs> and I don't screen Geek Show for them. If they want to listen to it, there's episodes they can listen to. But honestly, you know, that's that's kind of creepy to me because you didn't have the forethought to think, is this something that Lee wants to talk with me about around his kids? Yeah. You know, 
my favorite interaction ever was probably about that wasn't the question though six or seven this years is creepiest ago. well no this is, and it was kind of creepy oh, okay and it was like this is what i know it was it gone up to a different level mm-hmm. is once again i'm at smith's marketplace <laughs> riding up the escalator all of a sudden i just hear geek <laughs> And, and this guy is like at the end of the escalator. I'm at the top, and he's just pointing at me. <laughs> Geek! I was like, "Oh fuck, I gotta get out of here." For me, like, uh, I appreciate every geek show says, "Hey, I do." I yeah. do, like, but I, I, I do yeah. too. My favorite is when it comes in the most unexpected places. And if you're from Salt Lake, you know the reputation that KSL has, and you'd be shocked at how many times I've been walking through the halls, and I'll get. Geek shows <laughs> I got it from the security department at my old bank. They, the guy sent me a thing saying, yeah, the, one of your employees left her lights on overnight. And I just wanted to let you know, Geek Show says hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, cool. I uh, also wanted to point out this episode brought to you by Kroger Double Fuel Points with your Smith's card. All Ooh. summer. What? Ooh. Peg leg. I spent a dollar twenty one on gas the other day. Dollar twenty one? Are you filling Per up gallon? Because yeah. of your Smith's Marketplace. Yeah, uh, yeah. nice. Jeez. Kroger. I don't, I don't really have one actually. Like, Welcome to Cast. All, all the meetings we've had have been pretty good. No, no creeps. I'm going to change that. Well, thanks, Lee. I'm, I'm excited. No, it's always that. good. But like, my thing is, I always tell people is I get a little weird because honestly, we just come and we do this, right? Yeah. Um, and I don't have like a media job like you guys do or whatever. Yeah. So like I come and and, and you're out every day in the public. Every right? day, every day like I'm out. Your, I'm out. As my dad would say, I'm out in the shit. Right. Yep. And so, as Jimmy knows, I just hide in my house. If I'm not here, I pretty much hide out in my house, or I'm hiding out on the mount. You know. <laughs> day watch. For but the, but you spend four hours a day on the radio. Yeah. You know? But then I hide. Right. But my thing is like I just I I do this, you know, three four weeks. Every three or four weeks, and then I just kind of, well, all right, whatever. And I kind of forget mm-hmm. that I'm Shannon from Geek Show. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then somebody will come and go, Geek Show's outside. He's like, oh, that's right. Hi, <laughs> I'm Shannon. That's, that's, a, really, that's a thing I do. It is yeah. a little unnerving if you wake up and somebody's just standing there whispering. Geek Show says, "Hey, yeah, you know." I'm, I'm like, "How'd you get my house?" Measuring your skin. That's why. Yeah. That's why the locks are better here. Well, you know, the Chihuahua barks at everything. Why wouldn't he bark at an intruder? I got that vicious pit bull, say me, though. Yeah, lick you to death. The one that won't go outside at night anymore. Really? She won't? It's scary at dark. No, she's uh, because of all the fireworks. Oh. If she hears crickets outside. That's what did it. She's like, fireworks are going to go off. Fuck you. I'm going back inside. That's too bad. And and she doesn't pee or poop in the house. She just holds it. She just knows about the Nosferatus. Uh, Movies, games, who's first? Let's do it. Uh... Let's see. Well, Kristen Stewart wasn't invited to the sequel party, but the Huntsman uh, Winter's War, uh, I think she was kind of laughing. It uh, it managed to suck without her. Oh, yeah. I yeah, gave it I six stars. <laughs> out uh, of 20. <laughs> the Walking Dead Season 6 is now out. Yay. Seven stars was a good out of season. nine. It was a good season. I liked it. I Yeah, I don't care what the haters say. You liked Into Darkness. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Ratchet and Clank is now out. Good game. It was well, a, movie. a movie. Oh. That's but, based off a game. It's got to be great. It they didn't screen it, so probably not. It didn't do they well. Didn't screen Star Trek. It didn't do well. Guys, stop it. Yes. Uh, the Strain season two. Uh, that's I'm, I'm still watching it. Yeah, it's shit. It's, the books are shit. It's, Everything about the Strain is shit. It's fun shit. I thought you liked the books. I liked the first book. Oh. The second book was kind of like, oh, Caramel, don't. 
We we had a thing going, and then the third one, I just wanted to murder everyone Stop in the house. Uh, the Legends of Tomorrow season one. Yeah. No, <clears throat> Legends I love, of Tomorrow. I love God. I, I cannot. Right. I cannot wait for season two. Yeah. I can't fucking wait. Legion of Doom. The Justice Society I'm of America. Excited. Is Bert, it? Bert, Bert, Bert what? Person and Megan. Isn't, isn't the the captain? Isn't he coming <laughs> Long, to Comic Con? He is. Yeah, I think he is. A uh, good old uh, Rory McDonald. <laughs> oh, you pronounce that perfectly. Oh, that's uh, Rory from the Doctor Who's. Uh, Lucifer season one. Love that show. Wait, that's who that is. I didn't watch one episode. Yeah. Hey, you never realized that. Rory from the Doctor Who's. Yes. You didn't know that. Well, cat just that. now yeah, putting Rip, it together. Rip Hunter is the is the Rory. Yeah, from the Rory. Doctor he's Who's. lost a lot of weight. Well, and he also has a beard. Then that. Yeah, <laughs> and he's not wearing a Centurion helmet. You need to grow a beard. You were distracted by the leggy redhead. And hey, Gary, why do you think I have a beard? <laughs> <laughs> uh, previous conversations is just kind of funny. Midnight Run. Is now oh, ah, ah. Fucking great movie. Great movie. Charles Grodin uh, as a criminal. Mm-hmm. Uh, d- uh, back when he was good, uh, old, uh, what's his fucking face? Uh, Eddie Murphy? Robert uh, De Niro? Robert De Niro. Oh, yes. Yeah. Audi Murphy. As a, uh, as a dude that needs to bring him in. And we got the ending song, Boingo Boingo, which was a, a brand new song for that movie. What oh. one? Oh. It's got a great horn in oh. it. Great horn in it. Yeah. Uh, it was when Richard was in charge, not Danny. Stairway to Heaven. No. Jesus. Look at it. He's so fucking funny. Was it? It's Peg Leg. I'm good, Boingo. Yeah. Let's see. The reboot or remake of Roots is now out. You know, I didn't see that. I didn't either. I heard good things. I heard it was good. I got. I didn't like the way I portrayed my people. So I didn't want to watch it. There's I, no reason for that. Yeah, I suffered through the first one. So. Yeah, I was seven when the first Roots came yeah. on. I've heard this show. I think it's on Netflix. Narcos? Narcos. Yeah, Narcos. It's, I heard it's good. It's supposed to be good. Yeah. I don't like it. I didn't like it. I don't like the way it portrayed my people. Okay. <laughs> uh, I just saw this one. I'm actually going to buy this one for damn sure. Uh, I saw it in uh, film history class. It's a John Ford film called Three Bad Men. Yep. If you've never seen this movie, fucking watch it. Because it was the first film that kind of portrayed... It was like the flip of law enforcement sucks, mm-hmm. and the 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 sheriff is actually all in white, but he's corrupt. And so, because back in the day, it was black, and you know, if you were black, yeah. you're the criminals. Yeah. But like, so these three guys that find this girl that got like fucked over by the sheriff, and like, it's one of the my favorite scenes is where like he's like in a cab, like one of the guys in the cabin, he's shot up, he's fucked up. They're like, get out of here, and he leads like some of the cops into the cabin and just fucking hits a dynamite switch and blows the whole fucking thing apart. And I'm like, I've seen that in a lot of modern day movies. Some <laughs> of uh, John Candy's best work. He's not in that. Wait, I think it was 20, no, 40 years before John Candy was born, probably. I bet It's 1930-something. Yeah. John Candy's immortal. He, no, he's, he no, he's not. <laughs> he's definitely A goddamn no. pancake house Far here killed him. No, he's, he's definitely he's, dead. He is still gestating in his pupae. Uh, He'll burst out of that thing. His He'll poop see. egg? His poop? P- what? Pupa. Pupa. He's gestating in his peg leg? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think that's it. Is that it? Yeah. Games. All right. Uh, if you like the Worms No, games. who doesn't? <laughs> oh, Worms Games. Worms Games. I love Worms, those games. Worms WMD comes out on the 23rd. Uh, that's the game where you play the the worms with the flamethrowers yeah, and the rocket launchers. And the and sheep that fly around and explode. Yeah, and you get a nuke and you blow up the map. The uh, It's a good game. It's Holy good. Hand Grenade. Yep, Holy Hand Grenade. It's good. good multiplayer action. Uh, also multiplayer action, the King of Fighters 14. Premium Edition. That's like uh, Street Fighter, kind of. And, uh, oh, Regular Edition, too. Sorry. 
Yeah. Got that. Oh, Madden. 17. The machine gun. Oh, who's on the cover? Who's going to die? Oh, let's see. The curse. I don't know the name of this person. I don't know who's on the cover. It's, it's a white guy. So, so Oh, do, God. Do they have football. guns? Looks like, hold on. It's number 87 from the Patriots. Whoever oh. that. So if you know who that is, is he's, that Tom Brady? He's in trouble. I don't know. It's uh, Joe Namath. <laughs> yeah. No, they just picked our, They just picked somebody that was already fucked. They, they pick a like, random guy that already doesn't do that maybe well. Maybe they so picked that, the guy that was already dead. So that his curse, yeah. And put him out. The curse of the Madden so cover. So do they have guns and flamethrowers? No, no. This is just footballs. What is it with these sports games without weapons? It's weak sauce. Yeah. You know? What was that football game that had weapons? <laughs> uh, Blood Bowl. What? Yeah, it's based off a Games Workshop miniature game. Did no. that have weapons in it? Yeah. Because I know you, you didn't have weapons in uh, NFL Blitz, but you had uh, all kinds of bone-breaking hits and stuff like that. Which are as good as weapons. Just as good as weapons. Oh, I think the only thing that's better than a weapon in a football game is a hug. <laughs> <laughs> That'll take down the quarterback. If you do it Anything right. else? Uh, yes. This game I'm actually looking forward to. It looks really good. Uh, Deus Ex Mankind Divided. <laughs> the sequel to the, the last Deus Ex game that came out. Data Sex? No, he, da- said the last day, he said the last day of sex. Day I heard of him sex. lay out a sequel. clear. Last day of sex. Is that really a thing? Yeah, it's called <laughs> Deus Ex. Not day of sex. Oh, okay. Yeah. Last day of sex. No, this game looks really cool, though. Um, I really enjoyed the previous Deus Ex games. So check that out. Get a look. Maybe maybe read some reviews before you get it just to make sure. What are we listening to? I knew I wasn't full of shit. It's called Mutant League Football. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a good game. Lots of hugging. Uh, this is the fucking Oingo Boingo song, huh? Yeah. Stairway to Heaven? No. <laughs> What's it called, Gary? <laughs> it's called Try to Believe. But this is the instrumental from is the that movie. 1970, is that 1979? There's an actual version of the what song year is that's it? quite good. What year is um, it? It does not say. Because I'm, I'm wanting to know if there's still any Richard influence or if it's all Danny. Damn the YouTube. Richard? Richard Elfman, the guy that created the Mystic Knights of the no, Wonder Boingo in 1973. No, he wasn't involved with the band. I thought no, it was he, he, he did, Is that his he brother? Did, he did Cab Calloway stuff yeah. with the Mystic Knights when yeah. they first started. Yeah. So it wasn't until he wanted to go, and, and Danny was off in Africa playing violin, mm-hmm. fucking around. So then they started doing the ska shit and the horns. Richard was more in the, the film Movies. Stuff. Yeah. What was the name of the uh, movie they did with Herbe Villachez? Uh, it is uh, that's a, this, zone. That's a, uh, forbidden zone. Forbidden zone. Yep. That was a played on at Burt's all the fucking time. Yes. And people go, "What the fuck is this?" And, and I'm like, "I don't know." And, and Danny Elfman was the devil. Yeah. Yep. And he was and they, brilliant. And they were still the Mystic Knights of the Oingo Boingo. This is just Boingo. Just Boingo. Just Boingo. Oh, there he is. Yeah, that sounds like Jack Skellington. It is Jack Skellington. <gasps> Say what? Do you kids know that? That your precious Jack Skellington is an Oingo Boingo? Did you know who the talking voice of Jack Skellington is? Yeah. Prince Humperdinck. Prince, Prince Humperdinck. Prince Humperdinck is the talking voice. Prince Humperdinck? Yeah. He was yeah, great. For the Princess Bride. He was great in January, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is. yeah. And she's buying no, the no. God damn it, Tony. Damn it, Tony. You're ruining Fucking ruin everything. everything. Right. Just take that candy and shove it down his mouth. Heaven. Right, just get us out of here. Hey, Geek Show <laughs> says eat more ham. What? Honored to meet you. Thank you so much for inviting me to your facility. Um, I got to ask, you know, I'm walking through these hallways and my jaw's just dropping nonstop. <laughs> and you come here every day for work. Yeah. Uh, does it still, does it make your jaw drop still? I've been doing this for a good long while. I've yeah. been working in animation for nearly 20 years and it's still pretty amazing. Yeah. It's still, you feel like you're walking into Santa's workshop, albeit with <laughs> steampunk 
you know, elves with tattoos and piercings. Sure. Um, but it's still an extraordinary thing. I mean, the air, the, the air in this place just crackles with creativity and invention. People are coming up with new, ingenious little devices all day long. Yeah. So it's still pretty incredible. As long as I've been doing this, I still absolutely love what we do. Yeah, and you mentioned that I was going to jump into this, too, about these little devices I've been seeing, like your creators, and they make, like, they solve problems, yeah. but they come up with one of the greatest ways to solve problems. I've seen, you know, piano wire to make, uh, you know, capes stay in, mm-hmm. in place and whatnot. Is there still like a, pro- like a, a time that you remember solving a problem like that that still just inspired you to do this? It's, you know, I think the great thing about this process is that it's a, it's a convergence. It's a merging of art, craft, and technology. These mm-hmm. things are kind of roiling around in a big gumbo and we just swirl yeah. everything around. So whatever tool makes the most sense, albeit something that's super low tech or mm-hmm. something that's incredibly high tech that we have to invent technology for, that's what we end up doing, whatever makes the most sense for the film. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we end up doing things like if we need to make a, a road, well, we'll use kitty litter yeah. and then we'll paint it. And, or, <laughs> you know, if we need to, we, have, we built this incredible giant skeleton monster and invented this rig to hold him up and move him around. And yet one of the things that's holding one of his arms up is a cable with a, a bucket and sandbag. Yeah. So <laughs> it's all these strange combination of really high-tech stuff and low-tech stuff blending together, which brings yeah. these things to life. For this particular project, uh, what kind of inspired you to, to want to tackle this, this theme and tone and, and whatnot? So there's, in stop motion, there's never been a big epic fantasy told before on this, on this level. And at the core of it, we sort of worked on this film about five years ago. And in the very simplest form, it's a big epic samurai movie mm-hmm. told in stop motion. And there was something about that idea that really struck a chord with me because you go back to the, you know, the great films by Kurosawa who then mm-hmm. inspired you know, Lucas and Spielberg and then, you know, then Lucas made Star Wars and all yeah. these things begat the next. But at its core, the birth of the modern cinematic epic is mm-hmm. largely comes from Japan and Kurosawa. And so the opportunity to tell a story on this scale in yeah. this medium was something that was really challenging but really exciting and I'm really happy with the way it came together. When you speak about challenging, uh, for you, what was the most challenging scene to film in this one? Uh, I mean, it's all hard. Yeah. Not of it's easy. <laughs> hence the five years it takes to make it. Sure. But the, you know, I think it's, it's two things. Uh, the one thing is to make these puppets, which, you know, Kubo, he's about nine and a half inches tall. Mm-hmm. The, the, at the, the, on the subtlest form, on the small uh, uh, portion of the spectrum, it's to make him feel like he's a fully alive, living, breathing kid with emotions and feelings and, and who has aspirations and everything else. So to make him have the subtlety of human emotion just mm-hmm. in this, coming out of this little doll... Uh, can be challenging, but we have an extraordinary team of animators that really pulled it off. And then on the other end of the spectrum, it's the spectacle. Uh, mm-hmm. We have this big action scene that takes place on this boat during, you know, with raging seas and storms, and characters are flying around and doing all kinds of martial arts. Mm-hmm. And that's you know not easy to do when yeah. you're manipulating everything a frame <laughs> at a time. But I think the convergence of both those things, the the minutia and the grandeur coming together, it uh, it's really something extraordinary to see. Awesome! Thank you so much for the opportunity. Yeah, I really you. appreciate it. <laughs> thank Cheers. you.